live from our studio in downtown Brooklyn. It's the sick er, fuck eighth. Live from our studio in downtown Brooklyn, it's the eighth annual Blank Check Awards. I'm Marie Barty, and I'll be doing some red carpet coverage for tonight's event. Oh, I see David Sims with a box of pizza from Little Caesars. Pizza, pizza. Joe Reed from This Head Oscar Buzz is here as well with a tote bag that is emblazoned with Kate Hudson's face. Uh, Ben Hosley is here, flanked by Piacon the Whale and also the Whale from the Whale. People are amazing. And, uh... Griffin Newman coming in just now, right under the wire with a bagel. Hey, Griff. Bagel, bagel. Joining us from our memorabilia shelf, we have the baby from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. My doggie! Wah! A Lego man Wah! made out of bones with chains. Uh, an envelope. Oh, the envelope from J.D. Amato. Beta cuck movement. Okay. Someone made a... What is the fuck is this? Like an embroidered thing of a tweet of Griffin saying at David L. Sims Watto, though, complete with the amount of retweets and likes. Uh, There you go. (laughs) As you can see, all the stars are out tonight. Oh, the lights are dimming. That's our cue. The show's about to start. Ladies, gentlemen, and gentlefolk, it's Griffin Newman. Uh, hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the, um, what is it, the eighth annual Blankies? Jesus. I, look, uh, we have to start with a somber tone. This is serious. Okay? I believe I this is the eighth annual Blankies. I know we often start with a sense no. of... It's the eighth annual blankies. It okay, is. it's the eighth. I said eighth. <laughs> I know. No, we often start with a start with a sense of frivolity, jokes and laughs, right? Music and mirth. Mm-hmm. Some clever little song parodies incorporating the titles of this year's finest films. Certainly. But we need to set a, a clear tone at the beginning of this night. Okay. Of course, we all know the scandal that happened last year during the blankies. What happened? Checky bounced on stage. <laughs> Chris Rock was presenting an award. Was he? He was. Chris Rock was presenting an award. You it don't remember Usually this? our presenters are past winners, and no offense to Mr. Rock, who I like, <laughs> but he hasn't come near an acting award for me of late. Not acting. Okay. What about uh, uh What about uh, what? <laughs> Best deadline press release for Spiral. That would be the closest okay, award. Okay, I'll yeah. take that. He was, of course, presenting the award <laughs> for best new press release. Right. Right. We always do that. Ca- remember, remember how we always do that category of funniest deadline story? Yeah, we've been doing it. Uh, I mean, this will be the eighth year. Right. Yeah. So past. We have to edit it out just because, you know, we have to abridge the show. That's, of course. Yeah. There you go. We, we for years have been. Uh, There's a lot of awards you guys don't they're see. They're not televised. ABC they're not is cracking the web. <laughs> yes, we can't. Absolutely. You know. This is an eight hour show. Anyway, Checky bounced on stage and he bounced on Chris Rock. So I don't know what to tell you, but we do have, we have Blanky police now. Yeah. We have the Blanky patrol. 
I don't know. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the <laughs> no, Entangled no, no, Blanket. Keep going. I was going to make what a joke they, like that. Yeah, what do they do? Look, okay, look, can I just say something? Say something. Because you obviously haven't gotten a Blanky song, which is fine. I haven't. Um, People are making fun of the Oscar Corps or whatever these guys are, the yep. Oscar Brigade. Yeah. The guys who are here to deal with any crisis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like, what are, you, what are they going to do? Tackle Will Smith? The problem was the half hour. Yes. That's who they're, that's what they're for. That's the problem. If yeah. shit happens, oh. then they like come on stage or what they do something. That we've, done, I assume. Oh, oh, we've already done this right in a different oh, episode. Right. We did that this is coming our- out later. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very to exciting. jump around in time. It came out today. Is it in the March Madness? It did. Oh, great. Uh, I just okay. think it's been too long since the Blanky Awards had a host. I think this is a problem. Yeah. What if we got a host? What if we paid out? Wow. Who's the like? Go to like a, a booking site. Oh, we just got like a professional MC that's what I'm who saying. does like bar mitzvahs, mm, right? I'm like, who who is within our price range? Yeah, that's right. Question. Who's fallen into our range? I want a name. I want a name. Sure, of course. But I'm like, who does corporate gigs? Right. Maybe you know? has like hosted like a down market award show at some point in the past. Yeah, David, uh, can you pull up a list of like a, a blockbuster entertainment award host right. or like cable ace host? Or, like Dennis Miller hosted those VMAs for a while there. I don't want yeah. to. I don't want to touch old Dennis. Wanted Dennis Miller. Nobody Drew wants Carey. A Dennis Could we get Miller. Drew Carey? How much does Drew yeah, Carey? That's true. Cost? Yeah. Wait, what about Carlton from Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Wow, that's a swing. I think he'd do okay, it. He so seems to he'll show Drew up at the opening of an envelope. Yep. <laughs> makes twenty million dollars a year. But that's price is right. Cut that in three sixty five, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> like let's, <laughs> let's just, we just want you for one day. <laughs> for one day. Drew. And yeah. not even twenty four hours in a no. day. So like cut that even further down. Yeah, but you know, let's okay, so that's well, that's still fifty five thousand dollars. It's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Okay, All right, so Blankies, this is where we're calling out for your help. All <laughs> yeah. right. This is what we need. Fifty five thousand dollars. Ryan Styles. <laughs> I mean, let's now, go through the it's cast. It's starting to feel Terry. mean where we're basically like kind of shooting at the middle of the board and then we're like, all right, lower, lower. <laughs> the <laughs> problem with Ryan Styles yeah. is you can't have styles without mockery. So you got to get the both of them and then you're paying two people. No, so what I'm was, saying is, oh, let's now make, we get styles without mockery. Yeah, let's make oh. a mockery of that. Are you just sort of thinking of Drew Carey show characters just, at this yes. point? Yeah, yeah right. David, yeah, transparently. Yeah. Uh, what about the lady? What was her name? Mimi. Krista Miller. Mimi. Oh, yeah. Mimi? Yeah. We could oh. get Mimi. We could Mimi. get Krista Mimi. Miller feels like she's busy, but maybe Mimi's around. Yeah, yeah well, Krista Miller's swimming in that Ted Lasso. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, doing the backstroke through those yeah. soccer millions. Yeah. Wait, what, what, what's the actress's name? Kathy? Uh, Kathy, Kathy Kinney? Kinney. There Kathy you go. Kinney. Kathy Kinney. Okay. Yeah, let's get Kathy Kinney. Kathy Kinney, ninth annual blankies. Let's yeah. go. She's 68 right. years old. She's a spring chicken. Yeah, she could do yeah it. let's get yeah. her. Anyway, hi. Welcome, eighth annual blankies. Uh, my name is Griffin Newman. Uh, my name is David Sims. Oh, my name is uh, Joe Reed, reading Rain Joe. I was waiting Absolutely. for the reading Rain Joe uh, well, intro, Griffin. We are, let's let's anoint it now. Yeah. We we do have to become the de facto Wanda Sykes, Amy Schumer. That's true. That's true. Yes. And, and Regina Hall. Of Dibs on Regina line. Hall. Sorry, guys. Yes. Dibs on Regina Hall. No, no, that's fine. Okay. I guess I'm Wanda. You're Amy. Am I? You're too horny. You're Amy. I'm <laughs> and Wanda. And I'm a parent. She's Amy's like, you know, yeah. very, very parent mode it's now. true. Wanda's yeah. grumpy. Sure. Yeah. Uh, this is this is usually a podcast called Blank Check with Griffin and David. In fact, it is still that podcast. Yeah, we didn't change the name for yeah. the episode. No. Uh, but this podcast is usually about filmographies, directors who have massive success early on in their careers and are given a series of blank checks to make whatever crazy passion products they want. And then once a year, we hand the checkbook to ourselves That's right. and rather than writing a check with an amount of money on it we write our picks for the best in film 
of the previous year. I just found out who was the host of the first Blockbuster Entertainment Awards. Oh, boy. Let's Throw it see. at me. It was a double act. And it wasn't, you know, what year? Martin and Lewis. What it year? was uh, 1994. Double uh, act in 94. SNL people? No. No. Kid and Play. That would oh, be good. Yeah. That's, you That's know, a good guess. No. Um, Cindy Crawford mm-hmm. and... William Baldwin. That's right. Oh. Billy was hosting before Alec ever got a shot. Wait, what was that movie that they were clearly promoting? Fair, uh, Fair Game? Is that what it was called? William Baldwin, Cindy Crawford, Action Yes, adventure? you are correct. Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. You are correct. Fair Game. Yeah. Apparently, the music video industry turned out in full force for the event, according to okay. wikipedia.org. Okay. The music video industry, not the film the mu- industry? It's at music and video. Oh, music they have and music Because it's blockbuster, so yeah. it's, you know, the, the video cassette industry, it's the VHS industry yes, was out. Yeah. Kind of in their final throws, Tops right? and tails. As the 90s were going along. Second, DVD was the coming. second yeah. ceremony hosted by Mr. Kelsey Grammer. The hey, Jesus okay. Revolution Huge. himself. Yeah. Uh, the third looks like they dropped the host. Big mistake. Yeah. yeah. Huge. Uh, the fourth also hostless. The fifth, there's a note here uh, that Harry Connick Jr. described his nomination for Best Actor for the film Hope Floats as, quote, absolutely insane. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, Not going to argue with the man. No. Yeah. Uh, by the sixth awards, they had added a video games section. Imagine if the Oscars did that. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, and then the seventh and final awards were held in April 2001. Uh, and I guess uh, literally 9-11 wrapped it up. Wow. Right. Oh, yeah. is that why they ended it? Yeah, uh, yes. I'm not joking. Yeah. Yes. There, yes. There was, I did some fucking you, sidebar on Blockbuster on Entertainment yeah. Awards for some reason. It's much yeah. like the Emmys, which also were sort of delayed by 9-11 yes. in some weird way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and do of they, course, the New York uh, City mayoral primary. What Do they still do the Nickelodeon Awards? They do, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. They definitely yes, still choice. do those. I'll say that. I had, I had the experience recently walking through Times Square, humble brag. And Wait, you're, you're humble bragging walking through Times Square. It's a joke. There's a Krispy Kreme right there, David. I would, I would even as a that's, joke. That's pretty bragging. Did um, you get a picture to... with Dora? No. Listen, <sighs> I Power walked, Ranger. I walked by this billboard for the 2023 Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards. Nice. And I think, thank you, humble brag. And I think for the first time in my life, I had no idea who the two fucking hosts were. Oh, oh you didn't even know the hosts, right? No right, idea. Right, yeah, that right, makes right. me sad. It was like does this, it. Do you yeah. need, do you need can to I, know? Can I Time throw is out, moving. Can I throw <laughs> well, out sure. names of hosts in the last several years? Chance the Rapper. Uh, sure. sure. John Heard of Cena. Heard of him. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg. Heard of him. Like it's, Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, I don't Mark know Wahlberg that he should be. Yeah. Did you, not good. Did you in the see last that 10 years? Mark Wahlberg said women are talking. Women are talking at the side awards. Instead of women talking. Great. It sort of um, makes it sound like a warning. Yes. <laughs> to Mark Wahlberg. Uh, so I just found out who the hosts are. Tell me. Okay, so one is Nate Burleson. Now, there's no way you would know Nate Burleson. I know he's Nate from, Burleson. He's from he's the world of guy. sports. Okay. Yeah. Um, the other what is sport. Football. Esports. What team? Uh, what team did he play for? He yeah. For the Vikings That's for a right. while. The they, Vikings and the Seahawks. I, he's he's more famous as like a football talking. Guy. He's a good like he's okay. a good yeah studio. Is guy. he a former player? Yeah. 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 Okay. Hasn't been a player His for whole 10 thing years. was he was he did the color commentary when like Nickelodeon broadcast the NFL football that playoffs. That makes sense to me. There okay. You go. I get there it. You go. Now he's in house. Now the got other it. one is one of those people yeah. where I don't know who they are, but I know her name because I know she's famous, you know, with with the youth. Charlie D'Amelio. Oh. She's like a TikToker. She's a TikToker. She's the number yeah. one TikToker. Yeah. So I am aware okay. of And was her. also I think on like Dancing with the Stars this past year, so like she's enough of a cross. Okay. But obviously okay. there's no way I would I could pick her out of a no. lineup. Or no, God, no, I, I think I, like. I might have. 
been I, I physically have no idea what she looks Apparently like. Apparently she won uh, a, a 2022 Nickelodeon Kids Choice Award. That makes sense. Here she is accepting her award. But give me like, like the this. last ten hosts. Oh, of course. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, last year was Miranda Cosgrove, iCarly herself. Big sure. deal. Sure. And uh, Rob Gronkowski. Now, have you heard of him? I have he because he was on Shark Tank. There you go. There the Gronk bottle. Year before that, Ice Shaker. Year before that, Keenan Thompson. A legend. Yes. A yeah. blimp legend, yes. truly. Yeah. How many blimps does that guy have? A billion. A lot of Keenan Room full of blimps. He's uh, inside each blimp driving. Right? <laughs> uh, before that, Victoria mm. Justice, former co-star. Former of co-star Newman's. of mine. We share a birthday. Before ah. that, and uh, apparently he went on a very sad rant about uh, Conolingus, DJ Khaled. Oh. I doubt dear. he did that. This is what I'm saying. All these people. John Cena. I'm going to keep going. Blake Shelton. Yes. Nick Jonas. Mark Wahlberg. Right. Josh Dumel. Blake Shelton hosting the uh, Kids' Choice Awards. I love kids. Feels like I had imagined those kids there who like kids. You're gonna get like up close in person. You're gonna meet the host today. It's gonna be great. And it's just like it's Blake Shelton, and they just all well, start crying or whatever. Like let, what happens? Let's not look past Josh Demel. I think the Blake <laughs> Shelton kids are so excited that they weren't there for the Josh Demel year. Wow. Uh, yeah, Justin, I'm sure he tore up the stage. That yeah. guy, he's so fucking funny. <laughs> Obviously, Rosie O'Donnell is the sort of like Billy Crystal. Sure, hosted yes. the most times. Right. And, w- and Whitney Houston was sort of the Bob Hope. Uh, Whitney the Houston Carson did a few. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jack Black has hosted, it looks like, three times. Okay. That fits. Uh, so he's sort of the Ellen, the Steve yeah, Martin. Steve Martin, yeah. sure. Sure, sure. 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 Yeah. Carson. Carson actually did a few. I think Whitney Oscars. Houston was the Carson. Oh, you said Whitney Houston was the I'm sorry. Yeah. Um... um I thought you were saying that Carson hosted a few of the early Kids' Choice Awards, which would have really blown my mind. I, I wish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, about yeah. these uh, Rugrats. <laughs> I don't know. I had just... nothing. I had nothing. I didn't, I didn't come up with a song. I sit down at the desk. We do the fucking level check. David says, I can't wait to hear what, you, what you've got. And I realized in that moment for the first time that, it, that I was supposed to come up. The cold stab of recognition. Yes. I know. And I had to just let them leave. And I want to I want to be very clear. My apologies to the chain smokers. I'm sorry we don't have any use for you today. That money could have gone towards the $55,000 we're going to pay Kathy Kinney to host the I know, next year's. I know. Thing. Yeah. Listen, here we go. The blankies. I feel like the longer this show's gone on, the more you almost view this show, David, as like an annoyance that you have to relitigate <laughs> your picks three months after locking your lists and you publishing. Know, I mean, I have published a list. There's no doubt about that. But the but the full categories, obviously, yeah, the spreadsheet you don't show. Yeah, sure, yeah, the spreadsheet, exactly. the spreadsheet, yeah. the spreadsheet. Um, it's not about just the one category. Either. Of course, we have the full spread. Of, of course, uh, of options. Uh, well, let me sum it up. Of course, mm-hmm. blanky. Winners from our uh, Reddit, from our oh yes, Discord yes, you have them ready to go. Yeah, I can get them. Okay, uh, do we want to start with the uh, the supporting categories as is tradition? I guess so. Joe, yeah. Is there anything you want to say about the state of cinema? I mean, I like it. Before we, kick I like it off? cinema. I would well, like we, it to we continue. Like it. We yeah. all want it to continue. Um, I'd hate to see it go. What if I came armed with like a half an hour rant about like theatrical distribution? Wouldn't that be like a but like coming out against it, that'd be a bummer. That'd be bad. Have you guys? If you just joined the show and we were I, like, you twerps talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. theaters, oh, sure. they're boring. Get, yeah. get with the times. Watch a movie on Peacock. Yeah, no. Um, I, you that guys, is weirdly their slogan, and it's very it, it aggressive. It's, yeah. Watch a movie get with on the time. Peacock. <laughs> What's the matter? Yeah. <laughs> I just like a streaming server saying, "Give up." Yeah, right. Watch us. <laughs> Essentially, we're yeah. your last resort. What are you going to do? Leave your house? Yeah. Uh, you guys haven't watched uh, Tracy J- zooms in yet, have you? 
the new Dick Tracy special, the new oh, no, I have copy, okay. no, 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 copyright I, extension also, special. That does only, sound like a Tracy Ullman special. Though, it does. Yeah. It? Tracy takes on Dick Tracy's Tracy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not only did I not watch it yet, I didn't realize this was a thing. Oh, it's incredible. I didn't realize like the whole story around yeah, it. Yeah, spoiler which is, like, alert. Kind of amazing. It will sweep my ballot next year. <laughs> I consider it a film. I've logged it on Letterboxd. But there, there is a moment where uh, Warren Beatty in character as Dick Tracy who Warren Beatty is 85. They play Dick Tracy as if he is 130 years old, that he is the age. <laughs> I mean, he is, that the, right. Yes, he is a long-running character. They talk to him. They're like, so you're 130. How do you look so good? Pomegranates. Lots of pomegranates. Wow. He goes on this long rant when, like, Warren Beatty is claiming that he wants to do something new with the rights to Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy, the character in this special, right. is kind of like, give it up, Warren. That's clever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dick Tracy, the character, goes on God, this long rant man. about basically, like, accepting that generations view movies differently than we do. That's, and he's just like... Wow. They That's wanna, great. They yes. want to. Uh, they they think of it like a book. They want to watch one chapter at a time. Split it up over seven nights. Pause it. Go get dinner. Come I mean, back. That is a very boomer take on it streaming. It's like it's like a book. It's like well, it's not really like a. But book. But he right. starts the spiel, and you're like Dick Tracy, the kind of like the ultimate fascist <laughs> in the sure, way that yeah. Beatty plays him on these specials. Sure. Uh, you think he's like going on a like kids these days tirade, uh -huh. and he's basically imploring Warren Beatty to let go of his concept. Wow. His old ways. It's a um, lot of tension in that. Yeah. You know, it, what's interesting about all of that is mm -hmm. that Dick Tracy was basically out of step when it was released. Correct. The film, yeah. right? Yes. Like it was yes. already kind of like, nah, Batman is the thing and you're kind of a little too classy and adult. That and movie like, is coming like, what, two, three years after Dragnet where the whole point is right. like, to put this guy in a modern context would be would be absurd. insane. Right, yeah, right, right, yeah, right. right, right. Um, so it's funny that like only now is he like, you know what? Maybe Dick Tracy just isn't for the kids anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> I love you, Warren. I love Warren. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. eighty five years old. He's not going to make another real movie. Well, one of the things in the special is he kind of throws out every possible idea of what he could do with the rights, and he's like. I don't know. Maybe I hire a younger actor. Maybe someone else directs it and I just produce. Maybe it's a TV show. Maybe uh, it's gritty. I mean, those Maybe are it's a cartoon. All ideas. Right. Yeah. So probably better ideas than I do want Dick him Tracy to take those, on Zoom. Yeah. He basically surrenders the idea of I will write, direct, produce, and star in a new Dick Tracy feature film that is a direct sequel to my film from 33 years ago. He's now like, who knows what it is? Right. But he certainly will be. Keeping those rights. Oh, I was going to say, I want him to take it. those rights to the grave. Yes, like, those are too. going into the ground. Yes. Them. And, and then yes. what happens? I wonder. That's the mm. real question. Can he leave them to his daughter? Or, I hope so. You know, how, how, do, how does that work? I hope Annette Benning gets to play Dick Tracy. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Woodwatch. She'd be good. 100% Woodwatch. Anyway, best supporting <laughs> actor. Best supporting actor. Okay, best supporting actor. Okay, yes, yes we're gonna do yes. our blanking awards. Mm -hmm. It's time to do them now. Yes. Um, <laughs> for I, you know what, Joe, I don't know what your picks are gonna be. Not that that's it's that a nice surprising. fun mystery. Yeah, but yeah, I don't really know where you fall on some of these. Can I also big say before we begin? Thoroughly, how much I'm enjoying the Daniel Boyle miniseries that's oh, going on right come now. Come on, Daniel. get out of here. And in particular, the newly liberated David Sims being able to, uh, to speak freely about David is uh, grinning ear to ear. His home, his homeland. That first, he's glowing. <laughs> that first episode, I think it was like ten minutes in. You were talking about like the British educational system and like chat show hosts, and I think you like 
called someone a cunt at one point. I was just like, oh, it's all it's all coming out. It's really it's fantastic. Very, very English of me if yeah. I've been doing that. Yeah, it was the um, whole thing. It was great. Yes. Uh, I got a phone call recently from another blank check guest out of the blue while I was walking home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was just like, I'm in the car. I'm listening to X episode. It's very nice that you're not doing the bit anymore. <laughs> it is nice. Well, it's it's a whole new era. We, yeah. I feel like we had we recorded an episode recently, though, where a guest was genuinely unaware that David was from England and David tensed yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, sure, of happened. course. Yes. It happened uh, recently. And I had is, to like step fine. in between and go like, do you have to understand there's a history. There's it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's okay that That's you happened know. to me in real life too. <laughs> yes. Someone's approached me. No, I'm going to sound fucking so ridiculous now if I tell this story. Do Someone, it. I was having dinner with two of my friends yeah. at a lovely Fork Green Eater. You've got to tell the story because we don't have a monologue. Know, we don't have an that's opening true. song. That's what, yeah. No if, opening. <laughs> Kimball just comes out and he's like, Oh, what's up? Uh, I forgot to write a monologue. I was having dinner with yeah. uh, you know, someone. Came you, up to me at dinner the other day, and uh, ladies that, and gentlemen, David Sims presenting the story. Uh, no, what if this he is brings you on stage yeah, me. at yeah. the Kodak yes. Theater? So uh, I host a podcast, and there's like a bit about. I grew up in England. None of you know that. Uh, you know, like I, uh, um, I do have to occasionally do that when I'm interviewing English people, yeah. where I I sort of have to do like a little preamble of like I, I'm sort of aware of some of these things because I grew up in England. Oh, yeah. sure. did you? Yeah. Uh, anyway, no. Someone approached me at a, at dinner and said, are you David Sims? Mm. Which is embarrassing. Yes. And my friends started laughing at me. Of course. As they should. <laughs> yep. And I said, I am. And he says, oh, that's, you know, I, I you know, I, I like your work. And I was like, oh, thank you, thank you. And I, we talked for two seconds mm-hmm. and somehow England comes up. Amazing. I'm probably it's probably my fault. I can't remember how. And he said, where did you grow up? No, it wasn't. England didn't even come up. He just said, where did you grow up? Mm. And my friends started laughing more. <laughs> of course. And I went kind of like, all right, all right. And he's like, what? And I was like, you know, like the bit. And he's like, what? And I was like, my podcast. And he's like, oh, I don't listen to your podcast. I like your film writing. Oh, fantastic. I work at Paramount. Oh. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and then I felt like an asshole. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, what? I don't know. What's your podcast? And I was like, eh, forget it. Get, <laughs> get out of here. What is a podcast? Yeah, good, good question. Okay. This is supposedly a podcast. All right. It is. Yes. Best supporting actor. Right. I'll say I was surprised by my own picks. I feel like uh, I surprised yourself Mm. a little bit. I usually do a lot more in real time throughout the year updating. Sure. As I think you guys do. And instead, this time, did you just kind of sit down and this year I was a little loose with it, and occasionally something would like pan enough that I would like. Sure. I'd put it down, but I wasn't like, I'll have a default five. And then when I see a new performance I like, I'm knocking that out of the five. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Right. Right? And and so I had a list that was like semi-settled a couple months ago. Uh And then I hadn't looked at it in a little bit. And I was like, has anything new popped up? And there was very little shifting from, from how I felt. I don't know. That's good. I'm surprised with how some of these things trick out. But we'll see. You go ahead. Okay. Now I want to hear. Yeah. My nominees. Wow. For best actor in a supporting role, Anthony Hopkins, Sir mm. Anthony Hopkins for Armageddon Time. Sure. Big T. Raul Castillo for The Inspection. Nice. So hot. Is this hotties of the year? Maybe. Get ready for this next one. Matthew Mayer, Funny Pages. Nice. Paul Dano for The Batman. Oh. Sure. You love that performance. I do. You're very fond of it. And fifth nominee, Javier Bardem for Lyle Lyle Crocodile. A movie I watched on Another an airplane same? a few Crocodile weeks ago. Propagandist. 
It's a good performance. It David, is. David, it's a good performance. I have no doubt. An unreal performance. With full respect to Katie Rich, who has been banging this drum That's true. all season she long. She deserves the shout. She's been publicized. Sure she's punching in the air. I yeah. was sitting on an airplane with my arms crossed, but sure. Jesus Christ, he, he attacks this role with the same intensity of Austin Butler and Elvis of like, this is my, yes. this is the one. This is the one I've so, been. Is he doing the voice? He he has He's not dropped this character. Yeah, Javier Bardem still does that voice. Yes. The thing about Lyle Lyle Crocodile is this is a, first of all, it's songs by uh, Benj Pasek and Justin Paul. I'm not Paul crazy that, about this movie. Well, no, this this is what I'm going to yeah. say is yeah. this is a movie. Right, that, that's not a selling point. No, great. No, no. This right. is this is a movie that absolutely has songs that were 100. I'm certain cut from The Greatest Showman. Yes, and maybe Dear Evan right, Hansen. It's there, whatever. What trash you have lying and also, around? Guys, I'm not doing a big a fucking crocodile Paul movie. fan to begin right. with, exactly. and I'm not really excited about hearing Pasek and Paul B-sides. As is their somewhat tradition, at least for me, Mm -hmm. they have one good song. And in this movie, they know they have one good song and you know it because they play it five different times. (laughs) Correct. They reprise that song so often. That is their move though, where they're like, yeah, okay, well, you know, we got a bunch of shit for you, but don't worry. Here's the one good one. We'll have one hook. Yeah. We'll have one thing we actually just like He somehow makes this character feel morally complicated. Yes. When I think it is actually just sloppy writing. Yeah, probably. But he like makes it into a choice. Anyway, yeah. Uh, you Who guys nominees? run off your five, and then we Who can spotlight nominees? it. Or should, okay, I say, sure. should I talk through my other guys? No, no, no. Let's uh, okay. let's right. How, yeah. how do we do this? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think uh, once we all give ours, then we we it's talk about our other guys. I'm annoyed because I also have Matthew Mayer and Funny Pages. Oh, I thought wow. that was a clever nom. No, That's it's a good clever nom. It's a good nom because I love yeah. that performance. I also have Anthony Hopkins in Armageddon Time. Wow. Well, he's amazing at it. Yeah, yeah no, no. Yeah. And then you also have Javier Bardem no. for La La Cruz. Uh, and then three I have, have, have Kay Kwan for everything uh-huh. we were all at once. Sure. I have Justin Long for Barbarian. Right on the outside for me. And I have Andrew Scott for Catherine Called Birdie. That's a good mm. pick. Absolutely transformative performance. He's wonderful in that. Those are my nominees. Sure, read. Reading so range up. The thing that you did last year, Griffin, where you sort of explicitly said, all my nominees are going to be not. Oscar nominees. That was two years ago. That was 2020. That was the okay. pandemic year you where I... You had just not watched a lot of the sort of big hitters. I right. was depressed about not being able to see movies in theaters. It intrigued me as a philosophical exercise, though, because by this point huh. in the year, we've talked about the Oscar nominees a lot. I've certainly written about the Oscar nominees a lot. And it is interesting to me to sort of step outside there. And I imagine we'll talk about some of these other people in the near misses category. But I, I also have uh, most of my lists... Our our uh, non Oscar number One of my twenty acting nominees is nominated for an Oscar. All right. Yeah, I think and I, I did two. not do that consciously. Yeah. Well, you you come you come about it. I think probably more naturally than me. But this is a fun exercise. But I always think about what you say, which is like you want to fight for your guys, and yeah. here we come in. It's like it's our, our time to spotlight people. <laughs> right. It's less fun to nominate the people it who is are a already getting lauded. Well, and it's one of even those if things I like those performances. We're like, I saw everything everywhere all at once in April. Yeah, and I walked out of that thing being like, wow, in a perfect world, Kihi Kwan is going to get an Oscar nomination. It's just like, right. it, like right. it'll never happen. But like, yeah. what a great world that would be. He's going on my blankies ballot or whatever, and right. now it's like steamrolling towards an Oscar. Right, and it's, it, there's nothing exciting about picking him, even though it's a phenomenal performance. Being the I'm going to be very person, happy right, for exactly. him to have yeah. an Oscar. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't need me. No. Uh, all right, so my nominees then, all uh, non-Oscar nominees in this mm-hmm. category, Anthony Hopkins in Armageddon Time. Ooh, three to three. The three-bagger. It isn't. Undefeated, incredible. He's really, yes. really good in it. Uh, Edward Norton in Glass Onion. Oh, okay. 
Uh, Tim Roth in Resurrection. Tim Roth. Was also on the bubble for me. Francisco Rubio in Bardo. Wow. And Stephen Yun in Nope. Another bubbler. I love him. So good. What's Bardo? Uh, the the talk show host in Bardo. Oh, yes. You're making the what's Bardo. I've joke. never yeah. heard of that movie. Uh, Bardo is a movie that host? I expected mm-hmm. I was going to loathe, and mm-hmm. I actually ended up liking it about halfway, which mm-hmm. was like way better than I thought I was going to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, and this guy's performance is like, like of the highlights, he's he's really good. He's now, quite good. Now, uh, I'll do the blanky um, nominees when we do the other character because right, they, they, they do 10. Yeah. Um, the Oscar nominees are what? Kehi Kwan. Um, who else? Uh, why can I remember? Uh, Brian Tyree Henry. Barry Keoghan. Barry Keoghan. Barry Keoghan. And uh, who's the fifth one? Judd Hirsch. Judd Hirsch. Oh, yes. Judd Hirsch. Uh, uh, honestly, a terrific set of nominations. Another yes. one mm-hmm. where I, you were at the Fableman's premiere in Toronto, David, right? Same as me. I sure And was. the second Hirsch's character exits this movie mm-hmm. spontaneous round yes. of applause from the yes. audience and i was just like well he's getting the oscar nomination and then it seemed for a while then he maybe was the bubble and then yeah. all of a sudden he comes roaring back and i was like see i knew it yeah so that was i cool. thought dano was gonna get it i thought yeah. so too uh and i'll say look dano uh i i previously argued i thought he was a lead for the movie upon seeing fablemans a second time i felt less strongly about that opinion but i also as much as I think he's phenomenal in Fableman, he's very good. He serves the movie yes. just as it needs it. Yeah, incredibly well. Yeah. Uh, I I just think I think the Batman performance is being a little undersung. Dano hadn't been in a movie in like four years. Is that true? He wow. basically well, he made a movie. He made a film, right? But I think this he year kid, was his first time on screen in like four years. Right, and such an incredible pair of performances that are at complete opposite yeah. sides Certainly, from a guy yeah. who is so specific in his look and his temperament in his vibe, to be able to apply himself in such radically different ways. And I also just think, like, we're we're living in a post-Quantumania world, right? And David, your complaint about the Jonathan Majors performance as Mm. Kang, which I think is incredibly valid, is this guy is feeling the weight of, I need to show you all how serious a threat I am, that I can justify being the big bad of the next set, ten whatever it is, right? And I just was sitting there the whole time going like, remember when these used to be the fun parts of these movies? You yeah. get excited to see some character actor, you know, yeah. right. eat a little, I will you know, say, you know, like, wasn't that the thing with Brolin too, that Brolin got progressively less boring as, as well, those the appearances thing was, went yes, on? But, but also, he got less boring, but also his whole take was, I'm going to play this really real and grounded, which I think fucked people up a little bit. Because mm-hmm. it worked for him. Yeah. Almost but, in spite of itself. But it was the opposite with him where, you know, Thanos is just a tennis ball when right. he's introduced. Right. Brolin is then like cast in the role yes. and he has like three cameos where he's like, I am Thanos. Now yeah, I'll like, do the cares? thing that I'm going to do. Right. Yeah. And then in Infinity War, you're like, oh, this is this is not like what we've seen of him so yeah. far. This is now this like performance that's being given. Yes. Yeah. Whereas this Surprising now depth. has the weight of that right. hanging over its head. And so he has to be like, get ready folks. Yeah. You need see nothing yet. You know, I think there's Thanos a, too. What? a bit of that effect and a bit of, of obviously the Joker thing where it's like, you have two guys win Oscars for playing the Joker. Where right. how Clown that Batman hates. Intense. He laughs at the things that make the rest of us cry and scream. Um, but but it, it, yes, the idea that now these roles are meant to be taken incredibly Ooh, seriously. So important. And I'm like, Dano is able to, A, B, I feel like, it feels like he's having more fun with that role than most superhero villain parts I've seen in the last 10 years, 
while also being genuinely terrifying. That's fine, but I got to move you along. No, of course. That's all I want to say about that. Uh, Raul Castillo, Inspection, incredible performance, incredible movie. I don't want to say anything about it because part of the joy is watching that film and not knowing how to read this character. He's handsome. That's that's my reason. He's very handsome. David thinks he's very hot. Yeah. Um, Anthony Hopkins in Armageddon Time. So the one guy we all had. Matthew Mayer in Funny Pages is the funniest performance of the year. But it's also just one of those performances where you're stressed out just looking at him standing still. Yes, yes. Yeah. And like, he's an actor who could do lots of things. It's not like that's his only mode at all. Yeah. And so it was almost more impressive to watch this guy where you're just like, oh God, this guy's about to like break a window. Like, yes. or something. Like, yeah. I, I don't, or he's going to start screaming. But it doesn't feel like some, you know, whatever, yeah. businessy, tricky performance. No. Great theater uh, performer. Really love that guy. I saw him. There was a while there where I was seeing him and like everything I saw off Broadway was like yeah. Matthew Mayer was in it. Yeah. Love him. Uh, Joe, do you want to run through your guys? Yeah. I mean, uh, Tim Roth in Resurrection is doing some high wire shit. Like that movie is doing some high wire shit. And I don't think it works if he's not there to square off against Rebecca Hall. Like she's tremendous. We'll get into that maybe later. But mm-hmm. um, um he just was one of those, like, his presence, he enters that movie, and you're just like, what the fuck is going on? What is, like, what the ground that I was on is maybe, like, not as as steady as it was before. It's a good use of, you know, he's, yeah. he's yeah. a scary guy. Of his vibe, yeah, yeah. his vibe. Um, Steven Yeun is, maybe this is, like, my third time that I've nominated him mm-hmm. by now. Like, I've not, like, he's so good yeah. in this role. And, like, again, like, gives that movie another level that, like, the the whole, that whole part of that didn't really need to be there as much as it like it didn't need to go that hard, right? Yes. Yes. No. To coin a phrase that I just thought of right he, now. He's he's one of the best actors of his generation. And yeah. I'm just so relieved that he's finally joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> the headlines announcing he's finally we, we got could, him. We stopped dicking around with this other shit, Stephen Young. Join the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I like how they they cast him in what was he's in Thunderbolts, yeah. right? Right. Where they're like, he's playing but but a big role. Important. Where they can't, he's not just, you know, Jack FBI or whatever. Right. He's not just in this one, okay? He's yeah. going to be playing Jack fucking, FBI is one of my favorite superheroes. Great to character. Watch out for Jack also might now start appearing in Patreon Mark Bannis <laughs> updates. Uh, how did you guys feel about Norton and Glass Onion? Am I, am I, I think that's incredibly funny. I think, I think, funny I think he's very well used yeah. in it. And um, I wonder, I, I tried to ask Ryan Johnson about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm watching it being like, well, look, I know that Edward Norton is a bit of a tough customer. Get out of here. Wait and a also, what? in the last 10 years, has like pivoted to being like one of these VC, like <laughs> fucking tech bubble. Is he like that? He's like, he's and he's always these... on like Joe Rogan, right? Like oh, he's, God. You know. he's one of these guys who's like investing in all these companies Good and is him. all about like whatever. I hope yes. he makes lots of money doing yes. this. And so I was just trying to get Incubators. like, you know, like, yeah. But it's just a very good use of his like, yeah. Weird mix of like handsome charm and kind of nervy, yeah. you know, weirdness. Well, and there's not really much of a turn with that character. It's not like no. you initially, like from minute one, you're like this fucking guy. Right. So he's able to sort of lean into that even further as the movie goes along. Well, it's, right. Which is it's, really fun. The gambit of the movie, which is everything is exactly how it appears right. upon first impression, right. and then right. we make you overthink it. But right. because it's Edward Norton, I do think it does help that you're like, well, maybe there is a second layer of to this guy. Yeah. yeah there yeah. has to be. We, yeah. we have talked about it so many times, but it just never stops being confounding to think about 
Edward Norton being positioned as the return to the 70s, like, method actor, yes. leading man. Yes, And now he basically only works playing, like... Wes Anderson roles. Emasculated yeah. dudes in Wes Anderson movies yeah. and playing, like, parodies of his own pomposity. Yeah. yeah. He, like, only works in comedies now. Yeah. But what a great, like, or fascinating career arc. Or self-serious. Right, right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Anyway, Ryan only had nice things to say about him. Yeah, so Great performance. Not, yeah. yeah. I should also say, though, every single one of those Oscar nominees I think is great. Both of the Banshees yeah. boys, I love them. Brian Tyree Henry has been Oscar-worthy for a while. I think that's a very good performance. Yeah, um, it is. But yeah, he is one of those guys who are just like, well, he's good in everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah. Dano is great in Fablemans. Yeah. He is. Or no, wait, but it's he was Hirsch got the nominees. It's Hirsch. Well, but Hirsch is also yeah. great. Hirsch rules. <laughs> Dano, so I just thought, was going to get that. Yes. Uh, here's your first nomination, yeah. buddy. Like, congrats on like yep. many years of good work. Yeah. Uh, and he didn't. And instead, didn't. Hirsch yeah. got the sort of valedictory uh, nomination. Mm-hmm. Justin Long is amazing in Barbarian. Yeah, yes. He's another sort of a, you know, like Norton. He's crucial to the meta twist yes. of the movie. Yeah. The use of him against type. Mm-hmm. And he plays it so well. Andrew Scott just like, have you seen Catherine Colberti? You've not. Freak. Uh, embarrassing. You're sick. I Griffin, know. it's a good movie. You're sick. It was It was a fucking, I missed the three days it was in theaters and I hate yeah. watching stuff at home. Thing. Yeah, I get it. But it's a good home watch. It is. I, I, need, I will watch it. Uh, there I are worse home watches than that yeah. one. And uh, there's just a moment in that movie, uh, the people who've watched it will know what I'm talking about, where he just uh, is cradling Billy Piper's face and talking to her, yeah. where you're just like, this guy just figures out how to fuck me up every once in a while, yeah. like in a new way. And yeah. I don't always love Andrew Scott. I, I was I uh, talking to someone who worked on that movie. Sure. Who was talking about watching him work. It was not Lena Dunham. Uh, and saying, like, he's like a different species. Like, watching him work, it was one of those moments where I understood, like, oh, people who are that level of actor, they're just, like, existing on a different wave. Like, they weren't even mm-hmm. saying as a positive or a negative. Yeah. But they were just, like, his weird ability to conjure stuff up and put energy d- through the lens and all that. Yeah. Shapeshifter. Yeah. Who's your winner? My winner, I think, is Anthony Hopkins. It's a fair win. It's a good one. I got no beef with it. Yeah. He's did you, amazing Did you run movie. through your... Yeah. But Kay Kwan is my winner. Yeah. He always has been. I, that's, you know, I, I am... Positive on that movie, but not fanatical or whatever. You yeah. know, not like right. sort of best of the year with it. But I've just always thought that like he's everything powering that movie. Um, I, I love I that agree performance. With that. I don't, I'm happy yeah. if he wins an Oscar. Yeah, I'll be really happy if he wins an Oscar. Who's your winner? Jeff? My winner is uh, Tim Roth. Who, Tim Roth. Yeah, would be would make my lineup even if I opened it to all Oscar nominees and whatever. Star like, Orange. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ben and I saw uh, Resurrection together. Yeah. And Ben, not to, not to put you on blast, but you were like, I'm confused by that performance. Yeah, it has not <laughs> stuck with me at all either. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm remembering yeah. as we're talking about it. Yeah, I just felt weird to see him in that role. Well, you maybe I, if if I can if I can speak to the experience of watching the movie next to you. Yeah, you seemed thoroughly creeped out every time he was on screen and talking. Yeah, like absolutely. unnerved, going like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, and then afterwards, you were like, "It just like for what he's saying, it's weird how calm he's being about all of it." Yeah, that is true, and that's the thing I find fascinating about that performance yeah. is it's like he is saying the most insane, demented shit in the world. Yeah, that movie hinges on is this guy for real or not? Well, that's things you never know if he believes what he's saying. Correct, and I don't know if Roth knows. 
whether he believes, you know what I mean? Like, yes. I would love to talk to him about that. And just like, how much did you follow down the path of, I need to know whether he's being real or not? Because but he says everything like it's his coffee order at Starbucks. Right. Yes. Yeah. But it's the most terrifying shit. Can, can I just tell you who is, wait, who's your winner? Oh, Roth. Right. Yeah. Who's handing the trophies? I always oh, like yes. to do that. Sure. Yes. So Ruth Nega Griffin is giving Anthony yeah. Hopkins oh, sure. a trophy. Yeah. Mia Wasikowska, Wasikowska uh-huh. is yeah. giving Kehuquan a trophy. That's nice. And Polly Draper of Shiva Baby. That's Remember right. Her? That's right. Is giving uh, that's fun. Uh, Tim Roth a trophy. That's a good Can we talk movie. Hopkins for a minute? Just because he's the only one all three of us shared. Yeah. The only three bagger. Yeah. Uh, this was the year of uh, people investigating their own Jewish childhoods yes. and not casting Jewish actors, sure. right? Sure. sure. And Hopkins felt like almost a, a, the most egregious out of all of them, mm-hmm. right? And then I saw this movie and I was like, I have never seen anything remind me more of my grandfather yeah. specifically than this performance. That's cool. A similar sort of like, uh, I mean, my grandfather was a Hungarian immigrant. Sure. But of a similar age and a very simpler, similar temperament. Yeah. Uh, it just felt like it, it completely captured this vibe of the thing. And it is it is quietly one of those thermostat performances mm-hmm. where he is playing both sides of the coin. Yeah. You know, he's trying to strategically guide this grandson. Right. And teach him the best way to function within the world, but also imbue some innate sense of morality with him right. where a lot of other people around him are just telling him what he needs to do to succeed. Yes. Right. he's He has this moral center that you totally believe. But then he will also say something like, you know, don't don't rock the boat, you know, where you're like, right. oh, yeah. well, you know. But and it, it changes based on what is in the scene, what right. time of day it is, what the grandson says to him. Well, and that's survival instinct, right? Of so course. when does survival instinct kick kick in? And, and, and it, it's like a yeah. pin drop silent performance. Yeah. You know, it's so it's like a um what Robin Williams line about uh, Gus Van Sant, he's so subtle, it's almost subliminal. Yeah. That was but, in his Oscar speech, yeah. Yes. Um you know, James Gray's grandpa was uh, a, like an Eastern European Jew yep. who had passed through Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Right. And that is why he cast, obviously, you know, a British actor in the role. Yeah. Uh, and he showed me, when I interviewed him, I'm going to just keep bragging about the interviews. That Please. I guess, uh, he showed me a picture of his grandpa. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he really did look like an old gent, you know, like yeah. that kind of grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he's always dressed up a little more than he needs to be, uh-huh. you know, like he has a hat. That's My kinda, grandfather yeah. was a was a suit man. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> my grandpa uh, Julius uh, gave himself the middle name of Napoleon. Wow, which I have never forgotten. Wow. Uh, I, if I can call out just like a, a, one other bubble thing quickly. Yeah. Um, bubble thing. The Judd Apatow movie. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. I'd like to nominate the entire cast of the bubble. Obviously, yeah. it goes without saying that I would nominate each category with five performances from the bubble. Right. Of course. You probably could. I could. Yes, you probably could. We cast. Um. No, I just want to say, uh, Justin Long in mm. uh, Barbarian, I feel like gets a lot of shout outs as like, this is a performance that should have been considered more seriously for sure. Oscars. David gets the gold star for being brave enough to put him in the five. I think quietly Yeoman's work in that movie being done Scar- by Bill Skarsgård. Skarsgård's great. Oh, yeah. Where the first 30 minutes of that movie hinge entirely on, is this guy the central conflict of the movie? Right. Is this guy, because especially Barbarian was sold on this, don't know anything about it right. going in. Right. Yeah, yeah, or no, no. He's is this brilliantly a completely deployed. innocent, sweet guy who just has mildly creepy vibes? Yeah. Who does? Well, and that's, his, that's why you cast Bill Skarsgård, It's right? smart of him to lead into clowny. that. Because producing Castle Rock, the movie is very see? telling. Watch no. Castle Rock at all. Uh, better show than than probably its reputation uh, mm-hmm. gets. And he's, that's the vibe he's working on that too, where you look at him as just like, how how 
out like how outside the norm of everybody else's experience yeah. are you in this movie? Fascinating and, actor. Yeah. Um yeah. But long the scene where he, you know, really seems to be repenting uh oh, yes. and yes. like aware and then of course that like flips scene. right back. Oh, yeah. oh sure. No, sure. no, later. Oh, but that the bar the scene, scene is the really good too. Explains. Where he explains what he did and you're like, well, he's guilty yeah. but yes. you're like but i understand that this man does not really think he is or yes. he's walled off yeah a part of himself like to sort of justify it yeah. also just the first cut to long is probably the oh, most satisfying so funny. moment of yeah. 2022 yeah. yeah especially seeing it with the crown yeah. we'll return to the eighth annual blank check awards after a word from our sponsors Best Supporting Actress. Best Supporting Actress. Okay. I'll go first. Do it. Chloe East for The Fablements. Nice. Sigourney Weaver for Avatar, The Way of Water. Kiki Palmer for Nope. Nina Haas for Tar. And Lashana Lynch for The Woman King. Those are my nominees. It's a good list. Thank you. I agree. Show read. (laughs) Uh, Mine are... Jennifer Ely for She Said. Uh, Kate Hudson for her. Glass Onion. Uh, sure. Oh, yes, yes. I mean, I, I should have put money down on that. Yeah, 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 I could have. Yeah. That's on you. That's, yeah, on, that's you're, on me. You're poorer now than you could have been, yep. and, and that's on you. Yeah. I could have retired. Uh, Judith Ivey in Women Talking. Also should have put money uh-huh. down on that Great. for Joe. Samantha Morton in She Said. And Rachel Sennett in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Wow. Rachel Sennett and Body Spotty Spotty. Did you know me her last year? No, weirdly I didn't, which is yeah. why I, I felt uh, liberated to do it. She's by far my favorite part of that movie, a movie that I don't really love, mm-hmm. but she is uh, sparklingly funny mm-hmm. in that movie and talented, and I love her. Griffin, who you got? Okay. My nominees for Best Supporting Actress are Naomi Merlot in Tar, Dolly De Leon in Triangle of Sadness. Mm-hmm. It's by the Oscars. Yep. Kiki Palmer in Nope. Chloe West in The Fablemans. It's Chloe East. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Going in a completely opposite direction, Griffin. Jesus. Uh, Chloe South in The Fablemans. <laughs> uh, Thuso Mabudu in The Woman King. Great performance. It's almost a lead performance. Yeah. Not, to, not to hack. Border now, and I'll say this. I, I feel the same way about uh, Kiki Palmer. I, well, I agree. But stay tuned. It, that, that one Fellas. is very... Uh, cuspy or whatever for yes. me, and they campaigned her in supporting, and I was sort of like, "That's fine." Yeah. Cool. Well, you got to stand by your movie. critic circle there. So, uh, yeah. well, I was happy when she won. Yeah. Um, you know, Kalui is like the lead, yeah. for, and like she's you know a little in and out. Um, obviously, Viola Davis is like the sure, star right. of the Woman sure. King. Yeah, but uh, but you know, it kind of becomes uh, Nawi's movie in that. I agree. Know, like, kind of does. I, like, I am usually the one throwing out crazy category fraud accusations. Uh-huh. I strategically, actress was my toughest category. Yeah, yeah. There were two performances that at one point were t- I mean, on my actress long list that I just shifted so I could get them in. I, I think it's fine. Yeah. I think it's fine. It's, so it's we ha- have no shared people? We have Chloe East. Well, yeah. no, no three baggers. I right. Mean. No, right. but, but we, I had, think we shared Kiki Palmer. A little tip well. of the hat. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, Chloe's in the Fablemans. Uh, it's just Amy Adams and Catcher If You Can yes. all over. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, she rules. Can't wait to see what she does next. That's my feeling. Rewatched yeah. that movie and I liked her even more. Same. And I liked her the first time. Same. Yeah. Well, because the first time watching it, I was like, oh, I'm surprised this character's sticking around the yeah, movie. Yeah, you're like, is this a two-scene character? And right. then she's in the yeah. back third. Of right. The and then right. you watch the it a second time and she's actually in it for less time than you remember because that end section is so compressed. But yeah. it's like four or five scenes in a row that are just so good. Yes. Have a complete arc. Yep. And so many actors, I think, could play condescendingly towards the character, mm-hmm. and she plays it so earnestly. And I agree; it's 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 very similar to the Amy Adams performance, which infuriatingly it took three more performances after that for people to finally take Amy Adams seriously. When that should have been her immediate star moment. We'll see what happens to Chloe East. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Key Palmer, nope. So I, good. I feel like we might have an opportunity to talk about it again later in the ceremony. Tipping my hand a little bit, but but, yeah. but another just like she has been on a good run for a while, yeah. But that's a performance that kind of makes her undeniable. Yeah, there are few people in her age bracket who I think have more charisma. Yeah, just pure charisma. It's, that's the thing. It's just like a absolute like the just bubbling performance. Yeah. And it's what she in particular. It's one of those things where it's like there's so many directions she could go. Because, yeah. like, she is undeniably, like, a fantastic movie star. Yeah. But she's also, like, so personality-forward that, like, you could see her doing... Like, they've tried to put her as, like, you know, hosts of things, right? She yeah. should absolutely host a major awards show at some point because, like, she'd be fantastic at it. Um, You know, television, obviously, she's got the right kind of, like, personality where you would, you know, show up for 10 episodes of something with her. So... You can see where it's like a little bit of almost like choice paralysis, where it's just like, she, where do we put her? She feels like an old school star mm-hmm. where you're like, she could do anything, not yeah. only any play any type of role, but she could do like a fucking review on Broadway. Mm-hmm. You know, she could host the Oscar, like anything. Yeah. 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 Um, also, that movie is, you know, so acidic mm. and like, you know, mordant in its view of, you know, making entertainment sure how hollywood works and how it spits people out and you need her you need someone who still has got you know the kind of like the her button. and um yeah fucking who's the guy who's the cute uh, guy uh, oh uh, uh, from the from the oa brandon Perea, He's who so i've cute. loved since the oa you and i feel so guys. justified yes. now yes exactly the oscar nominees by the way are angela bassett honk chow carrie condon jerry jamie me lee curtis yes, and yeah. stephanie shu i don't know who's gonna win no, it's the no. most wide open acting category I think in quite a while. Which I, is very I was calling months ago that Jamie Lee was going to win as like the career anointment, that, and then it felt I. like she was wiping out. Yeah, yeah. And well, then now be, she's got some heat again. Yeah, I I love Jamie Lee Curtis as an actor, but it yeah. would be ridiculous for her to win. Of ridiculous. those five I, nominations, I, I mean, she serves the movie just fine. Like, I don't watch the a second time. Her final scenes really fucking. It is. Good. She it's gets good. better she's as that good. movie goes on. I think yeah. of the two of them, though, I think Stephanie Hsu is the. She's one obviously I would rather win giving a, a yeah. more complex performance, yeah. but she's not going to win. But like, I love Stephanie Hsu. I loved Carrie Condon. I love Angela Carrie Bassett. Carrie Condon, I think, is pretty incredible as an in Banshees. Yeah. yeah, she's amazing. Uh, as yeah, an actor, I, I feel the same way, Joe. I have nothing negative to say about Angela Bassett right. in Wakanda Forever. It feels a little absurd to me that she would finally win her Oscar for that movie, uh-huh. and that that's the movie that would like break the fucking Marvel. And on some Oscar level, thing. that's not her problem. You know what I mean? It's no, like that's, that's the, the Oscars' fault. That's it's the not her industry's problem. Fault. Right. Yes, and I think that's why she will win. Yeah, and she gave that interview to the New Yorker where she's like, "Why not me?" Yeah, basically, yeah, and it's sort of like, argument. "Yeah, I know." Yeah, and I just—it's just a question of like, can they hold their nose? Well, to here's vote the for a thing, Marvel though, movie? and yeah. this is one of those like precursors. Which I imagine a lot of voters will have to do because precursors they, you know, don't stuffy. predict awards; they reflect voting patterns. But 
when it's a split like that, somebody wins BAFTA, somebody wins SAG, somebody wins the Globes. Yeah. The Globes are like by far the least predictive because there's no, obviously, no voting overlap. So like that's the only thing where I'm just like, oh, God, if the SAG contingent really likes Jamie Lee Curtis and the BAFTA contingent really liked Kerry Condon, I do feel like now the votes will be spread out so far. Yeah. Yeah. That like the threshold's going to be low, which is why if I had like a hundred bucks, I might throw it on Hong Chao because like – who the fuck knows at this point? Yeah, I mean, uh, Hong Chao was good in that movie. She's great. Hong actor. Chao never bad. did the best she could yeah. with the worst Oscar-nominated movie of the year. And it's, I I don't think anybody escapes that movie. No. Truly. I, if I were to nominate Hong Chao, I would nominate her for the menu, if anything. Same. But More seriously consider that. Sure. I don't like that The Whale has any Oscar nominations, much less three. But I agree. Look, yeah, I have nothing against Hong Chao, sir. I, I think I'm in a minority on this regard, which is I think every performance in The Whale is good considering what they're being asked to do. I feel like most people I know will like give I it, sort of see what you're talking about. Like I maybe won't go that far. Give it to but two yeah. or three performances and then argue that the rest of them are terrible. I think the script is The a ceiling is so low on what you can actually and do with that And I think they're basically material. all being asked to do performances at incompatible energy levels uh-huh. and bit. styles. Uh-huh. A little bit. Uh-huh. So it's like you have to judge them all on their own criteria. Yeah. But my whole take on that movie is it's the fucking Susan Boyle, Britain's Got Talent performance. <laughs> Where it's like people really emotionally committing and doing Mm -hmm. technically strong work. Mm -hmm. And then the context around it is so condescending and toxic to me Mm -hmm. that I'm just like, I kind of can't separate this from. There's just there is a performance in that film that is radioactive. I'm sorry. I see. I'm sorry. I I think that is a radioactive myself going against the consensus on that one. Yeah, I feel the same. And I think it's because I only just saw that movie. So I was so built up to thinking that she was going to be so terrible. We're talking about Sadie Sink. But I won't say who I'm talking about, but her name rhymes with Mady Mady. That that character on paper is a nightmare. No one could make that work. That's that's sort of my feeling. I, 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 I don't, I don't. And be her <sighs> having to do yes. that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not a good movie. Awful, um, awful, awful. I would put some money on Carrie Condon. Just just the kind of like. Sure. Eh, I just feel like you at this point, you're not going to get good odds. It also but just yeah. feels like Banshees is so beloved. And weirdly now, that might be the one category they give it to. Right. Banshees is like. Well, like even the original screenplay is so up like in the to, air at this point. Right. Yeah. Who's getting original screenplay? Who the hell knows? It's either Banshees or Everything Everywhere or uh, Tar or Fableman's. Kind of give it so like they should, yeah, yeah, because McDonough has an Oscar. Seemingly, the thing with Steven Spielberg now is no, he lost. He has a short film Oscar. Yeah, he lost for um, he lost uh, to 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 get out. Oh right, so he he does have the short film Oscar. Yes, he does. You know, he's a he's a writer. Yeah, I can imagine them wanting to give him a rating on. I don't know everything. I I I could see who. What's the fifth nominee in that category? Triangle Sadness. Oh yeah, the other four could win. Yeah, right. Yes. Uh, uh, Dolly D. Leon and, and Triangle of Sadness, a movie I'm nice segue. pretty fucking mixed on, mm. but I do not understand how that film hits as big with yeah. the Academy That's as it does. incredibly curious. Her. Yeah. Because uh, it just felt like that was a thing when that movie played at Cannes and people weren't sure if it had like long-term prospects in the awards, but they were like, yeah. this performance is pretty incredible. I think that film did not hit with actors. I hit it hit with the other yeah. areas. Yeah, yeah. it's it's just uh, my thing with Triangle yeah. of Sadness is, and it's nothing against Dolly DeLeon or her performance. Her performance is good. I think that movie is, you're really exhausted with the movie by the time she shows up. I think so. it's I think it's a better movie if it ends a lot sooner, and by virtue then would truncate her performance. 
I really I like was, that movie anyway. I was yeah. exhausted by the middle yeah. chunk. The middle is pretty my exhausting, but the, the, <laughs> yeah. the last part is the last part. Right. So you're so tired. Yeah. Her performance and just kind of like won 50 me more minutes. back. Yeah. yeah. Her performance Until is great. She's very yeah. funny in that movie. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't mind that movie. I don't know. People hate him now, and I'm kind of like, ah, he's a little muckety muck. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I'm I'm Ruben Austin positive. Look, uh, Oscars make everyone hate everybody. They do. Well, it's not. It's no. It's the double camp. That's why people hate him. Sure, that's part of it. Because I I mean, right. when I say people, yes. I mean nerds on film Twitter. Right. I don't mean regular people of who do not know who of that course. man is. Of course. And he gives these interviews now where he's like, maybe my next film is set on an iPad. Right. <laughs> and people are like, get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, Listen, ah, you little rascal. If film Twitter existed in the 1980s, Billy August would have been a pariah for winning <laughs> sure. two Palm Doors. Yes. Yeah. Boring. But also, it's just like this. It, it's not just that the season is too long, as people it's say. Bit, it's a tad long. Yeah. Of course, yeah. right. Yeah. It's also just like our media landscape means mm-hmm. these people are not only on the campaign trail for six months at least, if not longer, not, if they're filming like a full year, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once. People basically yeah. have been full on year, a year full long, year. right? Yeah, and uh, Osland almost a year as well. But it's like we're if we're uh, us terminally online film people who what are being inundated with this shit yeah. nonstop for yeah. a year. It's yeah. not like oh for like three months they're going on late night talk shows. Right. It's like we're reading every fucking little excerpt yeah. of every interview. It makes you resent all of these people. Yeah. Mm. Um, Naomi Merlin and Tar. I feel like Nina Haas is the supporting performance that a lot of people talk about. She's great. Nina Haas, I think, one of the best actors alive. Yeah. She's just one of those people who seems to have walked out of the real world. I don't know. She's such yes. a special actor. Uh, uh, no, Noemi Merlant is amazing in Tar. I, I just think her. I hear no one talking about that. And it is such an important sort of like, um, to a certain degree, she functions as the audience yeah. perspective. Oh, yeah. But in that way where she's like, opaque, transparent, opaque, transparent. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. and But yet is not being uh, unreadable. Right. You know, it doesn't feel like she's... Right, but our access to her is so uh, limited. Yeah. Yeah. See that movie where she falls in love with an amusement park ride? No, it sounds like my kind of shit. Jumbo. With an amusement park ride? Yes. Like that, like, because yeah. I've seen that like 2020 or whatever. No, like that a Ferris wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, she's I know. She's in love with it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I think she's great. She's great in that movie. Yeah. And you're right. You're right. She's sort of very, very crucial to the emotional fervent of that yeah. movie. Uh, I agree. Um, who else? You guys Sigourney want... Weaver, incredible. Uh, come on, Griffin. You know, come on. Did you nominate Sigourney Weaver? I did. I missed that. Oh, you wow. blew it. Okay. I How did you not nominate her? I, w- I right on the cusp for me, what, along what with a... uh, Grace Hoffman, Resurrection, Kristen Stewart, and Crimes of the Future were the other ones I was sort of Kristen Stewart and Crimes of the Future. That is a one. strange performance. It's a very it's, strange performance. I, w- I couldn't yeah. quite commit to putting her in the five. Yeah, Same. I admire the swing of it so sure. much. Sure, sure, sure. Me too. I think she's doing a great job there. It's just such an odd thing. Um, it is. Uh, Grace Hoffman is great in Resurrection, um, but Sigourney Weaver it just, just feels like this one of a kind thing. Where it's like when this is never going to happen. It's never going to happen again, right? Exactly. I mean, maybe, yeah, though yeah. maybe it will. That's well, what with AI. <laughs> you know what's the thing that's kind of preventing me from giving her the nomination? What's that? what is like wanting to see what she does with the character going Nobby forward. Racism yeah. is the answer. 
Navi racism. Uh, Joe, did you yes. have any other people you wanted to shout out? I mean, uh, Lashana Lynch, the woman. King, well, right, right. Lashana Lynch, uh, yeah. Gabrielle Union, the inspection. These are all my like top runners up. I don't like that performance. I don't either. And I like the inspection. I, and I like the and inspection I like Gabrielle too. Union. I, I love, love Gabrielle, Gabrielle Union. Union. Yeah. I think she carries. I think that character on the page is part of my problem with that movie a little bit. I think yes. the where that ca- character ends up is a little. I don't mm-hmm. like the end of that movie. I really don't. Gabrielle Union in that movie is is arguably my my Vin Diesel Sergeant Shroom Award. Where, where you're like, like, I was looking for this to be an Oscar. I'm rooting yeah. for this yeah, so yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, it yeah. just, it, it, it fell a little short for me. I don't know. It's the one performance in that movie that feels a little acted to me. The other yes. one that I don't nominate and but would be... Uh, in any normal situation, I, this is where I put Michelle Williams for The Fablemans. I do feel like yeah. she's supporting in that movie. I don't yeah. want to make a big deal of it. No, but whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. cuspy again. Yeah. Oh, I do want to, speaking of my actual nominees, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Joe is taking my out. Kate Hudson and, Kate Hudson and, and Glass is, Onion Toast, yes. which is my favorite thing she, that I've had. The made. funniest line in the movie is when, you know, Benoit is like, you know, I can't remember the exact, but like, you know, it's dangerous when people mistake, mm-hmm. oh, you know, right. Speaking, speaking without speaking, thinking, speaking right. without, without, right. speaking, without yeah. being And she says, do you think, are you calling me dangerous? Yes. Which I just think it's so funny. <laughs> yes. She's got about five line readings in that one that like are absolutely the funniest thing in the world at that moment. I, I think Catherine Hahn is also kind of unbelievable in that movie. Hahn's good. And it's so much more She's, of a supporting yeah. work performance. To me yeah. with Kate though, it's without that her huge moments. We you know? finally, yeah, really get come around to letting Kate Hudson do what she's best at again. Oh, you know absolutely. what I mean? After like the long road around yes. about like what are we, you know, are we just done with her? Are we not gonna our, is she our in buddy the Richard Lawson has so long stumped for a performance in something borrowed, something which is borrowed. phenomenal. Yep. Yep. But it's like this is you add the comedic element onto this. Mm-hmm. The the tone, the heightened tone of this movie that broke everyone's brain for three weeks. Yeah. Really benefits her more than anyone. I'm else. gonna throw something out. Throw it out, and it's. I don't mean this to be mean to Kate Hudson. She hasn't given a single good performance since Something Borrowed. Between this, it's true, and right? Yeah. But this is yeah. what it I is mean. Crazy. It's just like it yeah. is. Like, it's so. Yeah. I'm so grateful that like we have this version of Kate Hudson back. Like, yeah, I, I, and I hope other people take advantage of it. Yeah. Uh, what are some runners up for you? Gwendolyn Christie and Flux Gourmet, mm-hmm. which is. A really I gotta funny see that movie. Gotta see it. I do like the. Uh, uh, I do like Stephanie Shu mm-hmm. um, a lot. Um, oh, and um, uh, Lake Huffman was um, Kuslagi Malanda in St. Yes. Omer, who's Same. this kind of like quasi-lead, quasi-supporting, because she is kind of the central focus of the movie, but she's also like unknowable yes. and quiet. Yes. Um, but that is such a like, the movie entirely functions on her, her performance making sense. You sure. know, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I want to talk hear- about the two she says though because I, oh, I sorry go ahead. I, I no, will, sorry I will say I just there's good, there's always a, one movie a year is. that I bring to I, the table yes, that you guys I just cannot can't stand, stand that movie I have yes. not seen it I have no opinion even like I will grant that I like that movie more than most people like it yeah. I think generally I think even if you don't like that movie. I imagine you have to like at least appreciate what these two are bringing to the table. I, I have maybe, never maybe disliked not. a Jennifer Lee. I have also never disliked a Jennifer Lee performance. She's really she's absolutely. And I think Morton is well used in that movie. Yes. Yeah. It's again like Samantha Morton's twenty twenty two is weird. Like haul her out for like a scene in two different she's movies. Fucking. 
bad. In the She's whale. bad in the whale. I mean, Everybody's I, bad. And I love her as an actor. Yeah. Love no, her I do too. Love seeing her. I think I, I, look, I think I just felt such empathy watching every actor in that movie trying to think about how you even approach no, playing I those agree. parts. Yeah. I just found out that they rehearsed for three weeks. We have to stop talking about no, this No, we movie do. We have to. Even like. yeah. they were talking like, about I was movies, like, God, yeah. what were those rehearsals like? I know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I love a good. Yeah. I do when a, when a one They're scene like, performance they in separate rooms. Right. <laughs> when a one scene performance is really good, though, like Morton, I think is, and she said, mm. I I'm a very like I'm a Beatrice straight oh, like uh, love, loyalist. I, I, you know what I mean? Absolutely. I Someone coming in and yeah, yes. burn it down. Yeah. yeah. And then my other Condi one that Alexander. I haven't talked about is. Judith Ivy and women talking. Yeah. So, so like, obviously, there's a lot of good women in Women Are Talking. 100%. Yeah. Yes. In, in uh, Mark Wahlberg's Women Are Talking. Women Are Talking, a movie that suffers from basically having like three supporting actress performances that all feel like they would be the one in any other movie. Yeah. And I think just completely obliterated each other. I think that's probably true. Yes. Certainly, so Judith, at least with Jesse Buckley and Claire Foy, nobody could really uh, agree yeah. on which yeah, one they prefer. It felt like Bucky, Buckley was kind of. Moving ahead. Moving towards a nomination, but yeah. right. I just assume yeah. their votes kind of split each other. But I agree with you that I think Ivy's the best. Ivy's, Ivy's my favorite. Amazing. I think yeah. she's really, really tremendous yeah. I, in that I movie. love Sheila McCarthy. Yes, also uh, great. Yes. I love all these Canadian they're, legends, they're all, too. Yeah. You know, I love yeah. Polly using all these. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's such a... Uh, it's a good movie. I feel yeah. like the movie's got it a, a good weird movie. rap. It I'm has. not sure yeah. why. Yeah. I don't know. I guess people just don't want women to talk. Women do be talking. Um, who are our winners? Who is, who's your winner? Lashana you Lynch, baby. Lashana Lynch. That's movie star magic right there. Yeah, she's been my winner for six months. I mean, a, a Kiki Palmer for me is sure. similarly movie star magic. Yeah. Yeah. And mine's Hudson. Another reason I flipped her supporting instead of lead because I can give her the win. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, Yours is who you said? Sorry. Mine is Kate Hudson. Kate H. Cool. The cool. Blankies. I'm going to give yes. you should I go 10, 10 to 1 or should I give 1 to 10? Uh, do 10 to 1. All right. Lashana Lynch, 10. Wait, Just hold on. Ask me again when you should do it. Should I do 10 to 1, 1 to 10? Mm, this feels like a 10 to 1 sketch for me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Good. Okay. Right. Uh, Lashana Lisa Lynch, from King. Temecula would play well at 10 to 1. Uh, 9, Justin Long. Okay. 8, Kristen Stewart, mm-hmm. Crimes of the Future. 7, Barry Keegan. Mm-hmm. 6, Michelle Williams in supporting. 5, Stephanie Hsu. 4, Paul Dano in The Fablemans. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just clarifying. Damn. Three, ben, Brendan Gleeson. Okay. Two, Carrie Condon, and one, Kehu Kwan. Surprise, Carrie Condon that high. But, but she's I, very good. I know I agree. Can't, I agree. can't beef with it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So should we do screenplays now, or should we do lead acting? I think screenplays, and then go to leads because okay. then we usually do. Okay. Yeah. Best original screenplay. Best adapted screenplay. Original. Original. The tough one. Yes. Although adapted is tough in a different way. That like adapted is bizarrely you're weak. Kind of reaching year. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um oh you're original hard to limit to five. Yes. Adapted hard to, to fill hard out. To fill hard to make five. that five. I had yeah. to, to make it real yeah. stretching. Uh you yeah. were stretching. Um the original nominees at the Oscars, let's see. Banshees, everything everywhere, Fableman's Tar, Triangle, right? We just right. talked about yes. this. Yes. Uh okay, my nominees. Tar, Todd Field. Mm-hmm. Eternal Daughter, Joanna Hogg. Mm-hmm. Spielberg and Cush, The Fablemans, mm-hmm. Spiel and Cush, Jordan Peele for Nope, James Gray for Armageddon Time. Uh, Heavyweights. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Rain Ranger? Uh, mine are After Sun, Benediction, 
Banshees of Inisherin, uh, The Fablemans, and Tar. I should say the names, right? After Sun, yeah. Charlotte Wells, Benediction is Terrence Davies, Martin McDonough is Banshees of Inisherin, Kushner and Spielberg, The Fablemans, and uh, someone named Todd Field for Tar. Uh, David, you and Todd I that. went uh, four to five overlap. Okay. Uh, my nominees are Jordan Peele, Nope. Right. Cush and Spiel, yep. Fablemans, James Gray, Armageddon Time, Todd Field, Tar, and David Cronenberg, Crimes of the Future. Cronenberg, great pick. Um, yeah, it's a loaded category. Yeah. Most of the movies I love the most this year were yeah. original screenplays. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. The, the the winner is actually the tough one for me, much as it will be for the Academy. Yeah. If they give it to everything everywhere, I will be a little annoyed. Assuming that they're winning picture and director. Right. Yes. Like, please, but Kushner doesn't have an Oscar. Yeah. He'd yeah. be a worthy winner. Yes. Mm-hmm. I really, really would like that to happen. Um, and, you know, McDonough. Uh, sure. Good movie. Love that movie. If you love that movie and yeah. you want to give that guy a writing Oscar, here's your chance. And yeah, then sure. I think my winner is Todd Field for Tar, which I think the more I watch that movie and I keep watching it, <laughs> it's on Beacock. I also had the 4K. Mm. Do you have a 4K? I don't yet. It's got her face. No, I know. It's it's a good cover. It's a good cover. Um, that screenplay is immaculately like designed. I, I think it might be my crafted. winner as well. This is one of those things that we're it's truly also so like, funny. Like the yes, writing yeah. of it is very, very funny. You know, nope, Fablemans and Tar are the three I've sort of like stretched between. Sure. Yeah. But if I have to it's it's odd. I mean, because all three of those movies are like auteurist. Yeah. With one person writing and directing them. Spielberg obviously has Kush. Right. Right. The Dank Kush on the side. Right. But you're like, which one do I think I I value the screenplay more than the directing, if that makes any yeah, sense? Yeah, no, yeah, that makes a ton of sense. And it's like, I think all three of those movies are incredibly well written, incredibly well directed. But Tar is the one where I just go like, how do you sit down and write that? Yeah, right. That's the thing. I just go like, how do you write well, that movie? You bring in Lydia Tar, right? And you say, tell me about your life. right. Tell me yes. everything. Yes, but that's the whole fucking meme of like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought it she was a real, real person. Right. It's just like everything about it seems real. And I don't know if you guys have had this experience, but anyone I talk to who works in music is like, I have never seen any movie get. Every detail, the, the, the sort right. of right, the like, the, like being in an orchestra, the like the, mm. the details of that, the intangibles, yes. Yes. where yeah. you're like, that is who they would reference, that is how they would position them, that is the tone, that's how this room would look, yeah, right. like everything about it, 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 it doesn't make sense. And his WTF is really good. And Maren was like, so did you just know all of this? And he's like, no. I, like, went to Focus and said I want to write a movie in this world, and then they referred me to, like, a couple experts. It's really interesting that in this year where so many people's movies were so personal to them, Spielberg yeah. and obviously James Gray, and even, like, uh, Jordan Peele making nope, nope in a way that, like, through, working yes. through stuff, working yeah. through stuff from his career. And, like, Todd Field is like, what if I made a movie about a conductor? How about yes. that? Why don't I just do that? Let me tell you, though, this is a bossy conductor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Wait, that was his yours? original title was The Boss uh, Conductor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. Did you do yours, Joe? Yeah. Did I, I miss this? Did uh, I miss? I'm, uh, yeah. Brain After Sun and Benediction. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. You went yeah. first. Who's your winner? My winner's uh, Kushner and Spielberg for Fableman. Yes. Yeah. They should win. They should win. They should win. Yeah. I mean, just the name alone. Fableman. Come on. Yeah. Brilliant. Like, Kearney wants, yeah. wants to flip my winner to Nope, just so all three of them. There you go. Do it. I'm just going to do that. So Tar, Nope, and Fableman. Who's stopping you? No one's stopping Three phenomenal screenplays. Wait, Checky's coming onto the stage to stop you? Boing, boing. It's okay. Someone with a baseball bat just That's clocked yeah. him into our, row you. squad, yeah, took They care hit Shecky with a stick stick. He's let, now puking in the corner. Let me give you the blanky okay. choices here, which sure. are five, nope, four, Fablemans, three, everything everywhere, two, Banshees, one, Tar. 
Ishtar. I, I want to say this just as an overarching thing. I like everything everywhere all at once. Me too. But I do think I, I'm so exhausted by the tug of war on this movie mm. that it like... Tug it of war in what way? Me. It's tough to be an Oscar favorite. It is it, it it is just so annoying that this movie now exists only at like these polar extremes of like this yeah. is the worst thing to ever happen to the film industry or this is like the most important movie ever made. For whatever reason, I have so curated slash limited my yes. social media experience that I haven't gotten really that. I When I found out that like people are being super annoying about everything everywhere all at once on Twitter slash Tumblr or whatever, I was my mind was kind of blown because I was like, Really? I, I had just experienced none of it. I'm not even talking about social media. Yeah. I have been a, a Oh, like conversation. I have been in the David Sims school of automatic blocks and mutes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. In-person conversations, wow. text conversations it's from so friends. It's so polarizing. I, I mean, yeah. in the last two, in the last 48 hours, I met someone who has seen the movie 20 times. Uh-huh. What? And gotten texted by a friend who said it is the final nail in the coffin for cinema. Wow. Films. I would say both of those people are. This is what's like saying it's like the big judging, right? You lop yeah. off the high score, you lop right. off the low score, and then you see what you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot to announce that Bradley Cooper, Anders Anderson Lee, and Mike Feist gave out the supporting actor awards. Oh, of course. But of course. And worst person in the world won best original screenplay last year for two of us. And Joe, you gave it to Petit Maman. Just I just like to say these things. Best original screenplay is done. I don't think we have anything else to say about that, right? We all did our yeah. winners? Yeah. Okay. Best adapted screenplay. I will start. All right. Okay. I missed fantastic category. This is the tougher one. Because I had to stretch. You had to stretch. Sure. Yeah. Right, right, right. So the Oscar nominees, I feel like, are a little weird, too, right? What are they? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Like, who's winning the Oscar, Joe? They think it's going to be all quiet on the Western Front, which oh, shows for you, fuck's sake. which shows you how weird that is an that absolutely code. horrible adaptation. Yeah, that is I a mean, terrible adaptation. I don't of that know book. from adaptations of that book, but like, sorry, it's, it's deeply bizarre that that's. Oh I'll, my god, that would be a, a catastrophe. It's either going to be that or women talking, and I deeply that hope it's women fine. talking. Women of talking course, is of course. Fine. But like, women talking has no momentum, and no, all quiet on the Western Front has all the momentum. It does feel like it's got to win something. Well, well, it's going to win, win a bunch of. It's going to win a bunch of. I know, but it feels like they. I mean, I David, yeah. would you not be Have, happier if it wins screenplay and we're spared at winning best picture? Well, it's not going to win Best Picture. I hope not. No, I, it's not winning Best Picture. That's a BAFTA thing. Those guys. Everything Everywhere All at Once winning, the winning SAG really, I think, short that yeah, up. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. Everything Everywhere so. Once has now won the amount of awards where no movie has ever lost Best Picture. One basically. of them. Uh, uh, Apollo 13 is the only one who's ever I, I know. One. But it's about to win the WGA. No, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Go, um, go God, yeah, it's All Quiet, Glass Onion, Living, Top Gun, and Women Talking are the Oscar nominees. Right, yeah. Any of those are better than all. Yeah, yeah, yeah correct. My nominees are 3,000 Years of Longing, George mm. Miller and Augusta Gore. Mm-hmm. Uh, After Yang, Koganada. Catherine mm-hmm. Colbert, Lena Dunham, mm-hmm. Women Talking, Sarah Polly, mm-hmm. and Both Sides of the Blade, mm. Christine Anjou and Claire Denis. Nice. Okay. Joe? Uh, in alphabetical order, mine are After Yang, Koganada, uh, Bones and All, David Kaganich. I, you know, I'll never know how to say his name, and I should, I sure. should make an effort to find out. Uh, Catherine Caldberti, Lena Dunham, Living, Kazuo Ishiguro, and Women Talking, Sarah Polly. Uh, well, Triple Bagger, uh, my nominee is uh, Women Talking, Sarah Polly. Yep. Uh, 3,000 Years of Longing, George Miller, and George Miller's daughter, who I forget the name of. Augusta Gore. Uh, I don't write this out as well as you guys do. <laughs> uh, Glass Onion, 
Yep. Ryan Johnson. Yep. I uh, feel weird about that as an adapted. I, I know too. why. I know why it's an adapted. I'm, their rules. Look, it I'm is just their going rules. off of yep. their rules. I understand. And once again, I'm a stretch in this category. Yep. Uh, Avatar, The Way of Water, James Cameron, Jaffin Silver are the other writers. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. And again, yes, eligible is Rick Jaffin, adapted. Amanda Silver, sure. uh, which is basically my Top Gun nomination. My equivalent of the Top Gun screenplay nomination. Yeah, which I, I in a second. including Top Gun. Uh, and then here's my real stretch. But I was like looking and then I thought about it. I, I'm just going to say it and then I'll justify it later. My fifth adapted screenplay nomination is See How They Run. Interesting. Wow. Not a movie I've seen. I'm going to confess. I've seen it. Have you seen it? Yeah, I think it's, I liked it you better saw how than they ran? a lot of people. I did see How They Ran. Now, let me, ju- let me just get into this quickly. Go into it. I don't even really like this movie. I didn't think you did. I remember you talked about it negatively on the podcast. Right. And I think a lot of it for me is uh, in the direction and miscalibration of of many of the performances. I think tonally it's off. Sure. But without spoiling the film for people, Mm -hmm. I do think it is a pretty ingenious act of adaptation. Sure. The Agatha Christie of it all. Book in some way? Well, or? it's okay. basically a movie about the fact that no one can ever adapt the mousetrap. Yeah. Oh. It's the adaptation okay. of... Uh, okay. Of, it of is a murder mystery Agatha. around the contract written for the mousetrap when it opened on the West End that... That's what it's about? Forbid yeah. the, it, it ever being made as a film until the show closed. Which and because it, it is the not. longest running show. Yeah. And so the movie is this weird circular... It's almost like adaptation... Where I'm like, I kind of don't like anything else in the movie, but the moment I realized that's what the script was doing, and yeah. I don't even know if it's not enough for me. It's not enough yeah. about that for be for it to like look get to the level that I want it to get at. In in a in a better year for adapting, it never would have made the cup. But when I, I was looking ya. at the list of everything I saw, I was like, that's the one thing I give that movie is yeah. it yeah. is a clever act of adaptation. Yeah. All right. I'm happy they give it something. That's nice. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. I don't My, care. Oh, the blankies. Yeah. Yeah. They went number five, white noise, which mm-hmm. I considered it's a it's a it's making an effort as an adaptation. It is making an effort. Yeah. It doesn't work for me, but I get it. Number four after Yang. Mm-hmm. Number three, I'm seeing here Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Must be an error. Error. Rob, Robert Zemeckis, of course. Yeah. Um, number two, Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. And number one ever uh Glass Onion. Yeah. Um, my winner is Catherine called Birdie, which I think is a wonderful wow. adaptation yeah. of a somewhat tricky, you know, work. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about 3000 years from longing. Obviously it's one of my favorites of the year, but that's my winner. Yeah. yeah. Mine is women talking. I liked those women when they were talking and Sarah yeah. Polly wrote all those words out. It's, it's a well, very it's a, to have them talk. movie in a good way. Yeah. Like you, you can't. Yeah. It's also tough to, it's a tough, like the book is, is not. A book that presents as a movie at all, like they, that's what I've it's heard. It's a tough piece yeah. of adaptation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just like the way that Sarah Polly considers her characters. I like the way that Sarah Polly sort of like, I don't know, like moves in, moves the story around, mm-hmm. and allows. Obviously, this whole concept is about having everybody sort of like be able to have their say. But also, it, it's it's uh, the movie it reminded me of so much while watching it was 12 Angry Men, which is similarly sure. a movie that you look at on paper and go, there's no reason to do this as a film. Sure. Right. Why this would works this as a book. Screen? You do this on stage. Right. Yeah. And there are a lot of things she does as a director to make that more cinematic, but I think there are a lot of things she does as a writer. Yeah. Uh, even just structurally. Right. Um, that are really key to that movie working. Yeah. Um, 
Avatar just the fucking bones on this thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, it's similar were to Top Gun, like the, the Top Gun nomination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the year that uh, uh, Titanic didn't get the screenplay nomination, sure. everyone loves to fucking throw, well, the dialogue, no one, no one liked it because of the screenplay, whatever the writing. People conflate like corny dialogue with meaning the movie yes. is poorly written, right? And William Goldman, the year of Titanic, was like, that's the perfect screenplay. There was some interview where they were like, what should win the screenplay? You're the best living screenwriter. You're sure. the legend of Hollywood. Yeah. What should win? And he's like, Titanic not being nominated is absurd. That movie is perfectly structured. Yeah. It is perfectly engineered. Mm. And Avatar, similarly, I'm just like, that shouldn't, nothing about that movie should work. I, I agree. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. And I I feel weird about it being adapted, but that's my, this is that's my point. problem. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Afternoon Yang is really good. This is another, like, yeah. that story. He's fleshing out that story in interesting ways. Like, yeah. Both yeah. Sides of the Blade is a really good movie. I got to see it. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was at that point kind of like, sure. what else counts yeah. as adapted? You know, mm -hmm. I was kind of cast. That's, I, I was, do like that screenplay. I had, I had Ryan Johnson and Glass Onion sort of categorized in the original. Otherwise, it makes a lot of sense that I would have nominated and adapted. Because um, Bones and All was the one where I was like, I need a fifth. What am I going to do? Mm -hmm. And bones. and there were all those bones. The bones. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Best actor. Who wants to go first? Joe, I can go first. Yeah, yeah, why don't I Joe. take it? This is the only one where I've included uh, Oscar nominees because I uh, wanted to. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you're allowed. Colin Farrell, Oscar nominee. Uh, Banshees of Inna Sharon. Mm -hmm. uh, Gabriel LaBelle in The Fablemans. Fabulous Gabe. Mm. Jack Loudon in Benediction. Mm. Uh, Paul Mescal in uh, After Sun. Mescal? Mescal? Mescal. I believe it's Mescal. Mescal. A right. lovely nomination. Very God, happy for I him. love him in that movie. Um, you know what makes me feel great? Him being 26. <laughs> I believe he's 27. Does <laughs> no. that make you feel any better? <laughs> Barely. <laughs> and uh, my fifth is Jeremy Pope in The Inspection. Yeah, he was a late cut for me. Yeah. It's a good performance. Uh, incredibly good performance. My five nominations are... My five nominees. Daniel Kaluuya in Nope. Mm. Idris Elba, 3,000 Years of Longing. Gabriel LaBelle, The Fablemans. Wow, Gaby. Adam Sandler in Hustle. He's sure. hustling. And I was flipping between a few, but I, I'm, I'm going to do it. Nicolas Cage, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I got to see that movie. A performance that movie doesn't deserve. Okay. Mm. Sometimes those it's, are It's a little bit like my See ones. How They Run performance yeah, 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 yeah. nomination where yeah. I'm just like, I, I think that movie's kind of a problem. Yeah. Remember when he was in Pig? God, he was I mean, good phenomenal. I think he was my winner that year. Might, uh, Might have been mine. Yeah, yeah, I was going to yeah. say. Um, yeah, uh, I got to see that movie. It's, it's mean, hot on TikTok right now. Did you know that? Is it really? Is it really? There's is it a this, Pedro Pascal thing? No. It, yeah, it's this clip where like he's looking at Pedro Pascal and Pedro Pascal, they're driving and Pedro yeah. Pascal's going like, that's Pe become very Pedro popular. Pedro Pascal is also great. Now. He was your winner. Yeah. Cage. Very yeah. good. Uh, Simon Rex was your winner. Oh, right, of course. And Head Toshi Nishijima yeah. was my winner. Uh, all right, my my nominees this year Idris Elba, 3,000 Years of Longing. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Hell Jack yeah. Loudon, Benediction. Nice. Mm -hmm. Colin Farrell, Banshees. Mm -hmm. I had to. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah, of course. John Hamm in Confess. Wow. Comma, Fletch. Wow. And Jake Gyllenhaal in Ambulance. Ambulance Los Angeles. I thought you were going to say Jake. Sully and <laughs> the way Sully. of water. performance as father. Nope, Majik. <laughs> I don't know, Majik. Uh, those are my nominees. Okay, I will say I didn't 
like Ambulance. We don't have to get into it. Mm. I did really like Jake Gyllenhaal, though. I'm 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 mixed to positive on Ambulance, but mm-hmm. I think Gyllenhaal is uh, he's really just throwing his whole body at the problem. He really in that is. Movie. Yes, yeah, he I is. love that performance. Yeah. yeah. Um, what a weird career he has. What a weird career. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, but like, and it functions well in regular playing regular people sometimes. And like, he's not one of those people. Like, the only times he's ever good is when he's playing sort of the in most off the wall people. No, but like, he functions really well as a really weird off the wall like Mr. Music in uh, in yes. John Mulaney yes. Netflix special kind of a level. Like, uh, Joe, who's your winner? My winner is Jack Loudon in Benediction. It's a great performance. Wow. Who is Griffin, if you haven't seen it? I have not. Highly recommended. Yeah. Uh, Terrence Davies' movie. Uh, he plays Siegfried Sassoon, who was a poet in the post-World War One generation. He's a World War One poet. Mm-hmm. Um, and is also gay and is also sort of like trying to navigate that sort of world. Mm-hmm. And half of the movie is about him trying to sort of conjure the uh, the way to respond to the horrors of this war and what it's doing to this entire generation of young men. And it's all, half of it is deal, him dealing with like the incredibly bitchy social politics yes. of being gay and creative in sure. that period of time. And both halves of that are played so well by him. And he's just, it I mean, a, he's on your list. It's a hilariously here. bitchy movie. Though. It Four really is. Davis movies, I, you don't expect LK, it yes. to be so fun. It's yes. a Fun movie. Now, yeah. can, can I push back for one second, even though I haven't seen the film? Yeah. He's dating Sir Sharonan. Yes. Is he not? Doesn't he have enough? Do we have to give him a blanky award? Wow. Understandable. He's having pasta with her every to, night. I get Do we it. have to? I get it. Some of us out here have needed <laughs> it. They can try all the shapes, Linguini, oh, Farfalle. fucking rub it in. Who's your winner, David? Not Farfalle. Idris Elba in 3,000 Years of Longing. Maybe my favorite performance of the year if it wasn't for one you know, lady composer. I, I, really I think that's where I'm going as well. I, I was... Me and Allison Wilmore were like yeah. uh, at the New York Film Critics Circle, like yeah. jumping off the cliff, being like, Idris Elba! We were the only two. <laughs> I think I said this in our episode, but when I went to see that movie, I could not believe the second he pops out of that fucking bottle, yep. he's filling up the entire room, and he and starts talking. And you've been talking. told Idris Elba is a sexy genie. Yes. So you're prepared. I'm prepared. Yeah. 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 The second he started talking, I thought to myself, wow, I actually believe this guy is thousands of years old. Yeah. Hell yeah. Three. Well, 3,000 years in the bottle, basically. Oh, right? How old is he? Maybe it's 2004. <laughs> I don't actually know. Yeah, I don't well, know if he ever writes it down. Yeah. <laughs> if he ever takes out a calculator. I don't know. Just like totally skips a year of counting yeah. and it's just like, oh, you found out you're one more year of longing than you thought you had. I, I think there's a universe in which I would have given it to Kaluuya if I hadn't already given him You gave him this a, word an award for Get Out, as, as did I. Yes. Um, but it's just kind of... Uh, He's he's for being so young, it is astonishing how like sharp Kaluya's craft has become. This is what I love about this year's crop of actors. Yeah. And I know it's like it's not novel to like award, you know, incredibly talented young actors, yeah. but like generally the trend is you reward ingenues, yes. actress, and then the sort of like more established actors. And like right. the crop of great performances by young actors like Loudon, Meskel, Kaluya. Uh, Jeremy Pope. LaBelle. It's just like this, like, oh, Spielberg. can we talk about baby boy Gabriel Spielberg LaBelle actually, for a like, successfully making a lead discovery for the first time in, like, 20 years. And forever. Years. And, like, talk about, like, the 
daunting of, of having stories. to play that role yes. in this moment in yes. this film. Yes. And he fucking knocks it out of the park without doing an impersonation, nope. without doing, mm-hmm. you know, anything that would make you feel like it's, you know, some sort of like exercise that he's doing, yes. whatever. He's incredibly natural. He's incredibly just naturally charismatic. So funny while taking everything so seriously. Yes. 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 God, I adore him. It's yeah. a great performance. Yeah. And the sort of locker confrontation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. As good a clip as you're going to get. Oh, sorry, David. Did you not appreciate the fact that when you take that scene completely out of context, that it's terrible according to fucking social media? The- oh, Lord. God, God damn. Burn it all to the ground. The, the grand new tradition of we're just going to completely evaluate films based on out of context hey. scenes like two hours into a movie. You love know what that. I like about movies? Absolutely love Do you know that. what I like about movies? What? How they create their own context. True. How very often <laughs> scenes watch the are get better the fuck in order. Out of here, yes. Griffin. Yeah. Obviously, Colin. You know, he's a multiple winner for me already. But I do love uh, the two performances he gave this year. I have not seen the third last year. You know, I've uh, not seen sure. thirteen he's lives. Good. So check it out. He's I know. good in it, and yeah. that's a. It's. It I is. It. It's very faint praise to say it's the best Ron Howard movie in many years, but it's the best Ron yeah. Howard movie in many years. Somewhat faint praise. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Rush. But, well, Rush, Rush was a while old. ago. Rush was a decade ago. Uh, <laughs> no offense time. to Rush. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's beautiful as yeah. it was the day it was born, but it's still getting a little <laughs> yeah. old. John Hamm, look. Sure. It's a finesse performance, in my opinion. That shit ain't easy. He makes yeah. it look easy. That's the magic of it. Yeah. But I think that performance is so wonderful. And I'm so happy to have him in my life. <laughs> That's how I basically feel about the Cage performance, even though it's a much mm. larger performance. Yeah. But like Pig was such a great return to form for him. And then this is allowing him to like have fun and go operatic again. But yeah. there's also the vulnerability of obviously him playing this version of himself that I think the movies, I think from the script standpoint, this movie has a very surface level interpretation of Nicolas Cage. I don't think they're doing him any favors. Yeah. And I think he is creating an entire person. Well, the more true-to-life version is coming out in a few months, and it's when he uh, plays Dracula in yes. Renfield. That yes. is that is the good. unvarnished Nicholas. I Which really I hope it's for. good. What's your winner? My my winner is Idris Elba. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, but, but Adam Sandler and Hostel. Oh, yeah. Well, a movie I had just kind of missed sure. when it came out, and then he gets the SAG nomination, and that felt like one of those classic SAG nominations sure. where it's like, they're early in the season, something that came out six months ago. Everybody's already seen it. Yeah. Right, because they haven't gotten first. around to the yeah. later films. Yeah, 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 the yeah. fact that right. Netflix is by far the most consistent and aggressive mailer of DVD screeners yes. will yes. never stop making exactly. it. And they were funny. able to send that DVD it's out in like the weirdest June. thing. Yeah. And then he was doing like every actor roundtable thing this year for award season. I was like, yeah. so they're giving him a real campaign? Yeah. I obviously love the Sandman. Sure. But I, I, I finally watched this thing and was so taken by his performance. It's a great performance. I think he's given a number of great, you know, sort of quote unquote legitimate acting performances sure. in the last 15 years, but most of them are very conscious subversions of his movie star persona. Right. Right. They're using the weird bubbling anger, the man child quality, all of this. This just feels like suddenly out of nowhere, he's giving like a, a James Conn performance. Which he always talks about, like, that was his biggest influence right. growing up. Like he loved watching gambler. 70s. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. This doesn't feel like he's using his Sandler persona at all. I it, think he's it, really he's good. He's just behaving. I haven't seen it. I'm not the Sandman guy that uh, yeah. that you guys are. I think this is the performance that would win you over. I just recently learned the director of it, though, directed um, the We the Animals. We the Animals, which yes. I loved. Yes. Raul Castillo, speaking I, of I think this movie is good. Yeah. It's a good yeah. movie. Yeah. And just and his performance is an lovely. easy watch. I've seen it twice. Yeah, a really fun watch. Um, 
Joe, your winner was was Loudon. Was Jack Loudon? <sighs> Great winner. Yeah, possibly the next James Bond. All right, let's do best actor. Oh, but then he's got to give up one thing. Wow. And I'll let him. Pick. And you're like, and, and who knows who it could? Maybe it's Saoirse Ronan. Maybe I don't you know. Maybe, give her up. maybe time to focus on your career. It seems to be working out well for you. Uh, our best actresses last year. Griffin, yours was Rebecca Hall. Mine was Renata Reinsva. 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 Yours was Dag uh, Jagna Duricic. Oh, right. From Kovatis from, uh, Aida. Kovatis Aida, wow. which now feel is legitimately. Two over two years old because that movie was already it was already a like delayed a, yes. a holdover from a foreign language nomination yeah All right. yeah yeah best actress my best actresses okay Kate Blanchett sorry Lydia Tar is Tar <laughs> sure. Tar yeah. yeah Tilda Swinton in The Eternal Daughter mm-hmm. Tong Wei in Decision to Leave. Mm-hmm. Rebecca Beckbeck Hall in Resurrections. Mm-hmm. Resurrection. Yeah. Yes. And Park Ji Min in Return to Seoul. Those are my nominees. My nominees for Best Actress are Teng Wei, Decision to Leave, Rebecca Hall, Resurrection, Frankie Coro, After Sun. Nice. Lydia Tarr as Kate Blanchett, as Lydia Tarr <laughs> in Tarr. Yeah. And what? I had to do it. Uh-oh. What? Leslie Manville, Mrs. Harris yeah, goes uh, to Paris. She was actually a late miss for me. She went and this to Paris. Is a stacked category. Do you know that she fucking went to Paris? <laughs> I won't believe it. How many of these other performers in this category? None of them. And, went and, to wait, Paris. Tar well, goes around. Tar's around. I guess I don't she doesn't think she go to ever Paris. Maybe not Berlin. Paris. Maybe not Paris. Yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, Park Ji Min, she goes to Seoul. Yeah. It's she's true. from Paris. Well, she's from France. We don't see her go to Paris in the movie, though. Not that I can remember. Mrs. Harris, we see her on a plane. Yeah. We see her at a train station. She does it all. She does it all. Yeah. In no, the, I love her. I love Leslie Manville. I love that movie. Perfectly pleasant movie. Yeah, I mean, that was the most purely enjoyable experience I had watching a film yeah. in 2022. It made me so happy. Uh, I lied when I said earlier that I only had one category with Oscar nominees. This one obviously also say. does as yeah. well. Uh, uh, in alphabetical order, Kate Blanchett in Tar, mm. Rebecca Hall in Resurrection, mm. Kiki Palmer in Nope, Emma Thompson in Good Luck to You, Leo Grand, of and Michelle Yeoh in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Also, so we yeah. have we have, a, uh, we have more crossover here. Two we triple all have baggers, Hall and, and we all have Palmer across two categories. Yes. But we all yeah. have Kate. And we all have Kate. Yeah. Slash Lydia. Slash Kate. Yeah. Who are our winners? Kate Blanchett. What do you want from me? I think mine's Rebecca Hall. I, Love them. I, yeah. I think I got to go Kate Blanchett. It would be cool if you gave Rebecca Hall your Best Actress Award two years in a row. <laughs> ben and I go <laughs> see... Rebecca Hall had to hand it to herself. Ben well, and I, I go see Resurrection. Mm. And halfway through the movie when she delivers the monologue. Yeah. Which if you've seen the movie, you know what we're talking about. Yeah. It's a one it is unbelievable. It is. It is I was just like, Jesus Christ, there am are... I going to give Rebecca Hall Best Actress two years in a row and for it makes like it moody, like grease based? House was like her yeah. warm up for this. I guess. Yeah, yeah. There are two movies, two horror movies this year that uh, one I think got a lot more credit than Resurrection did for an actress giving a monologue. Pearl. That functions all similar the same way. Yes. I think and one. And the second horror film, of course, was uh, Sadie Sink and the Loyal. <laughs> but I think one vastly outclasses the other, and it annoys me that most people are just like, I have nothing but, what against What was your Mia other Goff. actual one? 
Uh, no, it was Resurrection. It's, oh, it's, no, but you said two had monologue that got more attention. Yeah, it's Rebecca Hall and, oh, oh, and you're saying and they Pearl. And I think other. I okay, think yes. Resurrection yes. is such a better movie. Uh, than I agree, Pearl. and um, I like it. Pearl. Annoys me that yes. like. I don't know that that became the Look, trendy it's one. my new favorite. You shouldn't like Pearl. She's a murderess. Yeah, she's no, I think bad. She's, I think she has like a. I I think her worldview makes sense, and I think. Listen, she I'm not going to stand for some Pearl getting canceled though. No, like that's I am I'm not. against that. Um, but Rebecca Hall quietly deals with a very complicated form of grief. Mm-hmm. Is now my new favorite subgenre. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. movie's. Uh, I'm, Excellent, but her performance is like a miracle. It's yeah. iconic Albany cinema, which not yeah, everything sure. is. No, nope. like that that needs to be celebrated. I love that movie. Is actually more. like shot in Albany, one, set oh, as Albany, you know Albany it. as Albany. It's one of those things where I'm watching the movie and I literally and I have been in Albany, but it's yeah. not like I've spent significant time in Albany. Mm-hmm. But I'm watching this movie and I was like, is this set in Albany? Yeah. And it's like, why did I know that? Why is this movie like suffused with like Albany energy? Yeah, it's 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 weird. Yeah. An argument for actually setting your movie in the place where you shoot it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tongwei, did we? Two, at least two of us had Tongwei. Yeah, I had her. Uh, she's a she's a fireball in that film. Yeah, I love Tongwei. Uh, Tilda Swinton, I gotta shout her out. Just, I mean, the Eternal Daughter is an immaculate dual performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the only person on screen for pretty much the entire movie. Fantastic. She's had a great year. Yeah. Because I love Three Thousand Years of Longing. Yeah. Uh-huh. I love that performance too. Yeah. Uh, Return to Soul. I'm assuming Griff, you have not seen yet. I have not seen yet, but I think you'd love. I yeah, probably will. Love. I'm excited. Seen? Not yet, but I've I've heard so many good things about it. Everyone should check it out. It's now in limited release, and I'm sure it'll be somewhat expanding, and then you yeah. know available. Yeah, the ways that things are available. Uh, it is one of those like, it feels like someone just found a person and yeah. built a movie around them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, just well, extraordinary. To that point. Well, just, yeah. Uh, the the Frankie Coiro performance in After Sun boggles my mind. She's, She's incredible. She's really great. I love her. I in my in my sort of spreadsheetiness, I do have a section for breakthrough performances, so that oh, is sure. where I kind of like. Uh, Sort of siloed her, but yeah, she's great. She's yeah. tremendous. I hope for good things. For Me her. too. I well, always here's feel what I so hope. complicated about never acts actors. again. Just has a good life. Well, that could be true too. Yeah, but if sure. she does act, you sure. know, and yes. she's talented yes. and like that, she wants to do that. That's fine. But Crazy like, talented. Yeah, I yeah. am always just like like Brooklyn Prince is another one where yeah. I'm like happy to see her in movies because I'm just like she like was just in okay. something right. She's right. In oh, she's in. Co- I'm going to be. She's not like fucking TikToking and releasing albums and stuff. Brooklyn Prince just feels like she's she's doing good work. Yeah. 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 But it's always, you know, child acting is so complicated. Let me give you the blankies. Uh-huh. Yes. Lead performers. There's 10, Tom Cruise and Top Gun Maverick. We love it. Uh, nine, yeah. Daniel Kaluuya. Mm-hmm. Eight, Gaby LaBelle. Mm-hmm. Seven, Austin Butler. A late cut for me, but he's everywhere. A late cut I for like me, Austin I love yeah. Elvis. I have nothing against like, that we don't need, He doesn't yeah, need Yeah, he's all right. He's but all right. I do think that's an astonishing performance. I do, yeah. too. Uh, six, Tong Wei. Mm-hmm. Five, Paul Meskel. Mm-hmm. Four, Kiki Palmer. Three, Colin Farrell. Two, Michelle Yeoh. One, Lydia. Lydia Tarr. Okay. We're done with that, right? Yeah, best director. Best director. Yeah, so best director for me is always pretty similar to my picture nominees, but my nominees for best director are Todd Field for Tar, mm-hmm. Joanna Hogg for The Eternal Daughter, Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans, George Miller for 3,000 Years of Longing, and Robert Eggers for The Northman. My best director nominees are Stevie Spielberg, Little Stevie. Stephen Q. Spielberg. The Q stands for quality. <laughs> Charlotte Wells, S.S. Rajamouli, Ooh, nice. Jordan Peele, nice. and Todd Field. Very good. And what did S.S. Rajamouli make? Women Talking? Yep. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> so much. You wouldn't the think so, but film. yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, uh, mine are, sorry, I'm going in alphabetical by film, as is tradition. Uh, Charlotte Wells for After Sun. Terrence Davies for Benediction. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Daniels for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Those boys. Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans and Jordan Peele for Nope. Wow. Uh, and the blank he's had. Park Chenwick for Decision to Leave, Jordan Peele, Daniels, Steven Spielberg, and number one Todd Field. Todd really crushed. Field, uh, my close sixth for, for mine. No, no, nothing against Todd Field for Tar. You don't like his hat, admit it. Well, sure. Let's see. It, there's a lot of hat stuff going on in my life. I just watched the Traders reunion and the the, the worst of the non-celebrities uh, in the Traders wore a big dumb hat. Did you see Michelle Williams's big hat? Uh, wait, in what context? It looked uh, like the tortilla, the, the salsa hat the, from the, the Tomerines. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, they did a Fableman's shoot with the whole cast and Michelle Williams is wearing, a, I kid you not, a 100-gallon hat. It is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Uh, and it's even funnier because obviously it's not being remarked on and has nothing to do with anything. The thing about Michelle Williams is I love that performance in the Fablemans. Mm-hmm. She's in, uh, you know, the new Kelly Reichardt film, which is coming out. In a uh, I can't months, wait. Cannot Showing wait to up. see. And it's one of those things where you're like, if you dare think Michelle Williams is kind of like phoning in some big performance in the Fablemans, because it's such a big mannered effect. It's very awesome. mannered, yeah. And then you watch her in that movie where she's basically just a tired person who would love to take a shower yeah. Yeah. and barely talks above a mumble. Yeah. It's like she is making very, very conscious choices I, look, anytime she gives a performance. I like that performance a lot. Mm. It didn't make the cut for me just because I had a lot of other contenders. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But me the either. notion that it's like this is this absurd like high school theater, totally out of whack performance. Every single person you talk to who ever encountered yeah. the real woman yes. is like she is underplaying her. This is yeah. like how when Natalie Portman was in Jackie and everybody's like, that's an insane way of right. speaking. What are you doing? Are you any good at acting? And yeah. then you watch one clip of Jacqueline yeah. Kennedy and you it's like, oh, Jackie? exactly. And that. when you look at the the two times that Steven Spielberg won his directing Oscars yeah. and his mother is in the audience and they cut to her, MOS, yeah. the physicality. Yeah. She was a big personality. Yeah. Yes. It's pretty yeah. obvious. It's, yeah. Yes. That that is that is a very carefully honed performance. Imagine if you were that like indulgent sort of flowy mother and then your son became Steven Spielberg. <laughs> I would also <laughs> dine out on that. You yeah, the rest of my damn life. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right. Uh the blanky winner is Todd Field. I said that my winner is also Todd Field. Okay. That's my favorite movie of the year. Okay. Who's your winner? My jerk. winner is I think I think it's I think it's SS Roger movie. Yeah, that's nice. fine. That's we haven't great. talked about RRR. Talk about I, RRR. I tend to go for most directed in director. Sure. I like to split whenever possible sure. just to share the wealth. I have the opposite yeah, you're strategy of you. Yeah. Um but that movie is just like uh I I, I saw it uh, with my friends and uh in March or April, pretty early into its run, when yeah. it was like it had done the one weekend, it yeah. had, it, you know, it was like, oh, people are saying this thing. That insane. was one where like that word of mouth really built over yes. the course of like several months. So I saw it basically ice cold other than you need to see this fucking thing. Yeah. And you watch that and it just makes uh, every single American blockbuster feel pathetic. 
Well, certainly it makes every single American blockbuster feel low energy compared to, you low know what energy, I mean? Low like, energy, but also just the the, the ambition of yeah. that movie, the technical precision. I mean, there are all these things about, obviously, he had like 300 days to shoot that film. Yeah. That industry is set up very differently than ours is. Sure. They give people the time and space to get things right. Yeah. You know, he's basically given like a Kubrick-esque yeah. birth to make the ultimate action yeah. epic. Yeah. But I just think that film somehow like is able to be uh, this kind of full course meal that touches upon every different genre that gives you every different thing you could want out of a movie yeah. in a way that feels uh, earned. Yeah. And just on a technical level, like uh, Mad Max Fury Road is the only film that basically comes close to that where you're just mm -hmm. like every single sequence they are creating new ideas that I have not seen in an action film before. Yeah. And, and somehow continually topping itself in a movie that only exists on a spectrum of extremism. Right. Yeah. I run out of gas with that movie a little bit, but when it's sort of, especially in those early stages, when it's sort of like that eye-popping sort of, yeah. uh, even because like this is one of those movies where like the action is big and bombastic and whatever, but also just like the handshakes in that movie yes. are big and bombastic. You oh, know what yeah, I mean? It's like everything yeah. is is that's see. At a I level. don't run out of juice, and that's why he's the winner for me because sure. the fact that he keeps that yeah. plate spinning for three hours yeah. amazes me. Yeah, yeah. Oh but but I understand. It was a little bit yes. of like one of those was just like I'm I'm maybe tapping out maybe with with some time left on the clock. Yeah, <laughs> with that one. Um, uh, my winner is Jordan Peele and Nope, a movie we all seem to really love, and I'm I glad. Love. Movie getting zero Oscar nominations is dumb. That is not the be all and end all. But mm -hmm. I'm just saying like that is. I never had any faith in it getting any Oscar. I kind of didn't too either. Too a film for them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, especially given that he's an Oscar winner, it's so sort like of a neither fish hype. nor fowl kind of a movie for them. Especially, yeah. it is, it is in the skin of a of a big crowd pleasing blockbuster, but it is also much more cerebral. It's one than of those that. weird films that was like a hit and a disappointment at the same yeah. time. Yes, it's one of those. Yeah, that's true. Right, it it did well, but everyone was sort of like, hmm, should it have done better? Blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, if original screenplay wasn't stacked this year, yeah. I could have seen it slipping in. I could have seen After Sun slipping in. Like those cinematography are is the one I'm surprised yeah, well, it didn't get, just because right. they'll tend amazing. to. Go cinematography off was a weird category this year. And fucking Top Gun didn't get nominated. I was gonna say the fact that Top Gun got a screenplay nomination and not a cinematography nomination they put will never not be on very jet weird. Planes <laughs> in on underneath yeah. above around nominated yeah. a fucking Western Front. Oh. I know that was dumb. I was garbage. Bardo got the weird nomination, but Bardo was Darius Kanji, that, and that, that was really and cool. And it's, that's, yeah. but that's that movie looks dynamite, too. type of I nomination really like I thought Nope was going to get, where right. that yeah. that branch just goes like, well, obviously. But remember when cinematography for a while there was getting real weird, and they would nominate stuff like The Black Dahlia or... Um, yes, this is what I'm saying. Even like Passion of the Christ, which is not yeah. a movie that I like, but like, what? Like, good, like, love the a D. swing. The D. And they've gotten a lot, all of the crafts categories have gotten a lot narrower, I think, in the last 10 years, which is a little bit of a bummer, which is why I appreciate even Empire of Light, a movie I didn't like, but like step out of the, the top 10 for a while. Like, mm -hmm. that's nice. Yeah. I mean, that movie looks good. I, that just kind of felt like the kind of Roger Deakins is in this John Williams 100%. Now with 100%. Like, what did you do this year? Automatic. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yes. also a guy who doesn't work that much anymore. This was his first movie since Blade Runner. Hmm. Is that true? Yeah. What about 1917? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Since yeah. 1917. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Empire of Yeah. Shite. Haven't seen it. Look, what's the Putters and Murmurs this year? Guys. All right. All right. Let's, let's, let's let quit, quit fooling around. Guys. Let's, let's, let's get into what Come matters. on. Wait, I think we all are unified on this one. I have to imagine. Oh, Wait. go ahead. 
I have, I mean, I have thoughts, but uh, I, I, I tend to approach this from a holistic perspective. I think there is an actor who has been puttering and murmuring up a storm. Griffin, this is exactly my angle. For the last decade. This is oh, my sort angle. of a body of work award well, here? And, and, and look, I can't believe we've come at this from the exact same we've angle. We've recognized this actor in other categories yes, before. Yes, but but weirdly has been ignored in putters and murmurs. And this year it felt like I will. And I have my theories on this, but I'll let you much finish. like Quint in Jaws yeah. screeching the nails against the chalkboard going attention must be paid. I'm going to putter and murmur so fucking hard. I dare you to not give me the trophy. I can't believe we have the exact same rationale. That's really funny to me. Mark Rylance is Sully in Bones and All. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, it's the career. It's the Pacino incentive yes. of a woman. Right. If also Pacino incentive of a woman was his best performance ever. You know what Correct. I mean? Like this is the putteriest and yes. murmuriest yes, he's doing that Rylance has ever been. I do want to point out that he apparently won our Grumbles and Mumbles Award last year. Of course he did. For but that hurt yeah. him even more. I think that made him angrier. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm so close <laughs> to it. Well, and like his Oscar winning actual performance is yeah. also very puttery it's and murmuring. For a guy who's But acting... that was the year that you invented the category. Of course. So like he couldn't get it then. No. No, and it, you know, I was giving Ian McKellen a consolation prize, but right. then yeah. in some eyes, that became the the bigger it's trophy the top to prize. get. It's yeah. the top prize. It's now become our palm door. It's yeah. the last ten minutes of the show. Yeah, in so many Who ways. Will putter on stage. Yeah, <laughs> but I do, I do think it's funny because Rylance, like on stage, is known for this guy can do anything. Sure. Right. Sure. Mm. And then he finally has his like breakthrough in film with Bridge of Spies and basically reinvents himself as our preeminent putterer and murmurer and has pretty much stuck to that lane, but has been really testing the boundaries yeah. of what you can do in that field. And He's this an is innovator. Where he He's was like, as rat tail, James, weird sexual stuff, James, give me the award. James Cameron is doing things with a with a camera that, yes. you know, is breaking the boundaries and yes. whatever, and Rylance is doing the exact same thing in the field of puttering and Absolutely. murmuring. Absolutely. Yeah. I had some runners up. Okay. Wait, David, speak on speak on uh, Rylance. We haven't heard you speak. On. I, I don't like that performance at all. Well, sure, but it's a lot of puttering and murmuring. But he's puttering. What we're asking. I understand. He's puttering That's up a not storm. What we're asking. Oh, it's a borderline embarrassing performance. Yes. But it's a lot like of puttering and murmuring. If we didn't give it to him, then he'd be like, "Why did I even make these choices?" Right. Exactly. Well, he gave that performance just for it's us. It's Blanky's bait of the like yes. most like crass variety kind yes. of, where he's right. just like, "I what do I got to do, right. guys, to right. win a putters and right. murmurs?" It's the equivalent of playing Stephen Hawking. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, some others. Figo Mortensen in Crimes of the Future, who was a last minute cut. For oh, the next. yeah, same for me. He yeah. is puttering the fuck out of that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's also kind of like a a a, a, a wincing. Yeah, wincing. He's wincing the hell out. Sure, of it. sure. Wincing Look. and uh, what am I? Wincing and convulsing. What? What's contorting? Contorting. He does yes. contort. Yes, yes, he does. Um, where do we fall on Tom Hanks and Elvis? Well, that's the water. He puttered. Yeah, he's water. It's yeah, it's it's not because it's not a lot of murmuring because he has no. he sort of proclaims yeah. he's you know uh... the key to a putter and murmur performance is is this character actually speaking to the other characters in the film right and also am I supposed to be able to hear and understand what they're saying I have a couple I had one that was a putterer but not a murmurer yes who was Judd Hirsch in the Fablemans oh sure who putters but like does not murmur right. like like comes in like a voice from the right. he's yelling he's yelling Colonel and, Tom it's grand proclamations but, right. you know, with, same with Hirsch he's what you know he <laughs> does have these moments no man and then <laughs> I, he putters and murmurs around the hospital <laughs> <laughs> oh, weird. Yes. That's the thing. He sort of leads off yeah. with puttering. He's got a pose yeah. and murmur scene, but it yeah. would sort of be category fraud now to give it, it for a the whole bit. performance. Here's my winner. Yeah. 
It's Mark Rylance. For the outfit. Cool. That's the right. Outfit, a good movie. I yeah. enjoyed that movie. Outfit is good. I enjoyed it. That's a movie where like his puttering and murmuring is like his weird trick. Yes. Oh, sure. Where all these gangsters yes. keep showing up being like, who could have betrayed? Certainly not this guy who only putters and murmurs. I don't know who it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mark says, oh, maybe, you know, maybe it was this guy. And they're like, yeah, that's right. It must have been that guy and not you. Where's your wampus fish? I will say an actor who had a really good who year was this Joey year. Joey the Loyal? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I saw him the other day. You saw Joey? Oh, I'm going to go kill him right now without asking any further questions. <laughs> Remember when the National Board of Review used to give uh, one supporting award for like five performances you did yeah. this year or whatever? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Simon Russell Beale is sort of like that for me this year where he's oh. so good in Benediction, but he shows up in the outfit. Love him in the as outfit. a gangster. And my your my brain flew out of my head at that point at the possibility that Simon Russell Beale is going to show up as a Chicagoland gangster or whatever mm. is tremendously fun. I really enjoyed that. Um, mm. I have a murmur but not a putterer. Go ahead. Uh, which is both Jenny Slate and Isabella Rossellini and Marcella Shell with shoes mm. on. No, that is that is for sure. Because they I mean, do not shells putter. Well, but they also they like kinda, jump they, from like table to table. You know what I mean? Like they're they're moving. They're they're getting around, man. Um, I had a runner-up, which was uh, Rory Kinnear in Men sometimes. In yeah. certain uh, guy, in Yeah, guises. he's got a couple putterers He's in got there. a couple putterers I and I honestly thought about having him on my acting ballot. It's such a strange movie to evaluate. It is. Uh, it's a most performance thing. Yeah. I, do, I do feel like I'm a traditionalist here, though, where I think if you're going to win Putters and Murmurs, it has to be Putters and Murmurs from top to bottom. Yeah. No, I agree with you. That's I think why you have to live it. Same. Uh, I also have a runner-up, which was... Everybody who lived in that one apartment in Funny Pages. Yep. Great oh, yeah. call. Oh, that's Great true. Call. That's the putter. That's apartment. like the house of putters and murmurs, kind of. Yes. You walk in and it's just that's the aesthetic. It's, An incredible it's all over sequence. That place. Um yeah. uh, okay. I'm trying to think what else we had last year. Best supporting dick was apparently a category we got. That, <laughs> who had the best supporting dick this year, though? This year? Kind of light on dicks this year? Yeah. I was thinking about doing like in uh, uh, the Griffin Newman uh, honorary uh, best voice performance in a movie this year. Yeah, um, I, present I, company I, excluded because I, I couldn't show favorite. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Yes. Uh, but do, are we counting? We're not counting avatars, actors there. No. I'm assuming. No, those no, are, those are acting performances, uh, full yeah. body performances. Yeah. But uh, who's a good voice for you? I mean, this I just year? mentioned uh, Isabella Rossellini and Marcel. Uh, she is on. great. Tremendous. I think doing double duty again uh, this year. Angela Bassett in both Wendell and Wild and narrating Goodnight Oppie, which I know is not a, a movie everybody yeah, loved, but like yeah. I love her voiceover in that. I think it's uh, it's, uh, you know, that's the job, but for uh, for narrating yeah. uh, documentaries about the space program. Uh, look, I was colder on the movie than most in that I didn't think it was the single best film of the decade. But Banderas is kind of incredible in Puss in Boots. I was just yeah, about to bring up Puss in Boots. That, I also, that guy's voice is just yeah. such an instrument. Well, him and Hayek and Harvey Guillen as like yes. the center of that movie, yeah. I think, work really well. But I just cannot, I don't understand how much emotion Banderas is able to wring out of sure. every syllable in yeah. his voice. Yeah. There's, yeah. Um, yeah, my animated film this year... Kind of Mad God. I, I, Mad God. I gotta I see that. Yeah, I gotta see Mad God. And when we was just here, like, I really like Turning Red. I really like uh, Wendell and Wild. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Mad God's just sort Mad of like God's... one of those, like, you, you, you should be blessed that you got this. That's this my year. favorite animated film of the year. Wendell and Wild and that were probably my 11 and 12 for the year as it, as it shook out right now. Uh, but Mad God's also just like, 
it it almost feels unfair to judge it against uh, narrative films. Yeah. I do think it's like the best uh, object I saw this year. Yeah. I don't say that in any backhanded no, sort of I got I got to see it. I I've, yeah. I've heard some very good things about it. It's just sort of like a towering achievement. I put together some score nominations because every Please. year I feel like I'm caught flat score for nominations. score. The yeah. thing about with me and score is I tend to not appreciate a score until like several years later when I'll like see it almost in other con or hear it in yeah. other contexts. Um obviously uh I'm a Babylon person. Uh, I'm a Babylon positivist mm-hmm. and that score is Maybe the best thing about that movie, yep. uh, Justin Hurwitz's score. I really loved that. Yeah. Um, the After Yang score, Asuka Matsumiya, is a really good score. I interviewed her. Really? For the uh, liner notes of that movie. You wrote the she liner notes. Lovely. Or you oh, interviewed fantastic. the liner notes for the for the Mondo release. Yes. The final I interviewed release. those liner notes yeah. that I wrote. <laughs> yeah. I like the Cliff Martinez score in Kimmy. Mm. I mean, I love him. Um, I also, okay, so in the category of like, terrible movie but i'm eager to listen to the score divorced from the movie is the nick cave warren ellis score for blonde oh interesting which, oh i should yeah. check that score out because i do like their work yeah. yes yeah. and it's like i don't even know if it's used necessarily well in blonde because sometimes it's like it's a little bit over bearing but like yeah. i was kind of happy for the distraction from what else was going on in blonde yeah. but i think that's a really really good score um, and I know we've talked about uh, we disagree on she said, but I think that Nicholas Bertel and Scorin she said is and Bertel's great, good. and we don't yeah. get enough work from him. I love Bertel. Yeah, um, I think the Carter Burwell Irishman Englishman score yes. is really good. Yeah, he got nominated, right? I'd love to see him he win did. an Oscar. He has not been nominated as often as you would no. think yeah, for somebody who is one of those guys. Um, I I just I didn't even like look back through my list. Of of films, yeah. I just I I put down best score, and then I went. What are the five scores I remember most distinctly without yeah. sort of reviewing anything? Yeah. yeah, and the five that jumped out to me that I I've gone back to and that I remember really being instrumental to the success of the movie themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, itself. Uh, whatever. Uh, the inspection. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Animal Collective did the score for nice it. It's incredibly good. Wow. Uh, nope. Nope has a great score. Yeah, he yep. always does great scores with yes. uh, with with Peel. His name's um yes. what the fuck is his name? Mc- Michael, Michael Abels. Abels. But especially yeah. the last like fifteen minutes of that movie is almost uh it functions like an opera. Yeah. 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 And and the score just builds and builds and builds and builds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Babylon, Hurwitz, incredible work. Yeah. Uh Hustle, which I think Dan Deacon did the score for. Ooh, I should check that score out. And so that's has, I, I always need new scores to listen. Has to. become a big walk around pump up. Yeah. Yeah, it's got All some right. really good. It's you know hard to reinvent the wheel on sure. the emotional training. We're getting slowly better. Yeah, montage. Yeah, but it's got some great ones. And then RRR. Uh, RRR's got great music. Yeah. Has no one mentioned um, the Batman? No, it, it was yeah, like my number huge six. earworm for me. I tend yeah. to like yeah. the the best parts of that uh, score are the very Nirvana y parts, and so I yes. sort of don't know how That's to separate that a little bit, separate the egg from the. But yolk I do a think bit. it's incredible, and I listen to it a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I love the uh, After Yang score. I do. I, I have to give it to Babylon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even yeah, I I love that score so much. Well, yeah. let me give you some blanky award winners. Okay, oh, for sure. score, they had Tar and Fablemans in fifth. Yeah, I guess that tied. RRR, nope, Batman, Babylon. For cinematography, they had Fablemans, which is beautifully shot. Yep. Uh, Ganush, the king. Uh, Decisional Eve, Tar, Top Gun, nope. And for Ensemble, which is a category we don't really do. No. Kind of an annoying category, in my opinion. I do Ensemble. I like well, Ensemble. I, fair enough. I prefer, I, I, yeah, yeah. Nope, Glass Onion, Inisherin, Fablemans, Everything Everywhere is their winner. Now, Best Picture. Yeah. Do you want to go 10 to 1 or 1 to 10? Oh, I forgot. I have one other award. Oh, yeah, go ahead. 
uh, uh, best movie about a whale-like creature <laughs> who is befriended by a lonely, con- emotionally confused teenager who form an unlikely bond mm-hmm. as the teenager reaches out to someone who has outcast themselves oh, from like society. One of those clever letterbox out lists. of shame. Yes, in the wake of the loss of a loved one. Wow, is obviously uh, Avatar: The Way of Water. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The whale can go fuck itself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, foreign film of the year for me, you know, Return to Soul Marina, Decision to Leave are all up there. EO, That's my weakest category this road. year. I probably give that to Santo Mare. Just weakest category in that Santomare it's, it's my biggest blind yeah. spots. I've been yeah. bad in keeping up with, uh, especially the, the late breaking end of year ones. Sure. Um, I, I look, I've called out another episodes, but I do want to say Clay Dream. Yeah. The Will Vinton documentary truly might be the best documentary okay. of last year. But all sure. the beating the bloodshed is obviously That's also in- incredible. Guy. Yeah. Uh, it's good year for docs, in my opinion. Good night, I OP. like the uh uh Oscar nominees. Um, oh, that reminds me. We do have we have the audio file. We have to remember to queue up. Do you have it, Ben? Okay, perfect. Great. Okay, good. A little tease for what's coming up. I don't know what that is, episode. but all right. Okay. Back to the blankies after these messages. Best picture. Uh, do you want to go 10 to 1 or 1 to 10? Let's do 10 to 1. Yeah. Um, I've, I'll go first. This feels like a 10 to 1. I'll go me. first. I'll go first. Number this 10. Chevy, this feels like a 10 to 1. Number 10, Top Gun Ever. Mm. Number 9, Nope. Mm. Number 8, After Yang. Mm. Number 7, haven't really talked about it, but we're all going to the World's Fair. Good movie. Yeah, good, good movie. Good, good movie. movie. Number 6, Armageddon Time. Mm. Just we're all going to World's Fair. It's just tough to get into category. Yeah, yeah, and a cob yeah. is really good. Yeah. yeah. Number five, The Northman. Number mm-hmm. four, Three Thousand Years of Longing. Number three, The Fablemans. Number two, The Eternal Daughter. I'm glad to see the Northman show up. The, Love the fucking. You know, Northman. I'm I'm running this uh, fantasy league for Vulture, right? I'm, yeah. I'm uh, mm-hmm. that uh, uh, for the award season, and so because I have access to the spreadsheet with all of the uh, scores, I can see it's a nice little like numerical thing of like who's You're doing better now. Yeah. And the Northman has a big old goose egg when it comes to anything across any precursor. Mm. It's like one yeah. of the few movies that really, truly got zero. Yeah. And it's so surprising to me because it has so many fantastic technical movie. elements. Yeah. And yeah, uh, it's so surprising. What a good movie. Uh, number one for me is Tar. Okay. Griffin, go ahead. Uh, number 10 for me, Babylon. Good movie. I love Babylon. You know what I don't give a shit about? Shit? In that movie? Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, subtlety. Yeah. What's next? Any of these movies where people go like, I get it. Here's I saw the- it before in this. I'm like, I don't know. The world is stupid. None of this makes sense. I don't, care. I don't need to be smarter okay. than the movie. Cutting this rant off. What's number nine? Keep it in triple it, Ben. Uh, subtlety. Uh, subtlety. Uh, subtlety. <laughs> number nine, 3,000 Years of Longing. Number yeah. eight, Funny Pages. Oh. Number seven, Avatar, The Way of Water. My number 11. It's right on the cusp. Number six, Armageddon Time. Same position as you. Hell yeah. Number five, RRR. Number four, Tar Tar Tar. <laughs> Number Good. three, After Sun. Number sure. two, Nope. Number one, The Fableman. TF. Yeah. Which you sort of said when we on our episode, I feel like you were yeah. like, that's my thing this year. I yeah. love I love the Fablemans. I love how much you love the Fablemans, maybe yeah. just as much. It's really good. Uh, look, I will say this. Fablemans did diminish a little for me on yeah. second viewing. Yeah. 
And Nope did grow for me on second viewing. Yeah. And I do wonder if, as is sometimes the case, in yeah. three years, I'll be like, Nope is the one that actually has sure. stuck to me more from sure. that year. I will also say, yeah. uh, pursuing to your list, uh, Tar 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 is the dish of raw beef that they served at the premiere for Todd Field's new Is movie. that true? It should have been. Okay. Well, it I'm giving been. you 100 comedy points. Okay. Um, all right. Should I do mine? Yeah. All right. Number 10, Navalny. Mm. A movie I might not have seen if not having to watch all of the Oscar nominations, sure. but I was really surprised how much I loved it. Um, uh, Babylon is my number nine. Cool. My number eight is Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. My number seven is The Banshees of Inisherin. Six is The Fablemans. Five is Tar. Mm -hmm. Four is Nope. Three is Benediction. Number two is Everything Everywhere All at Once. And my number one movie of the year is After Sun. Wow. Uh, oh, the blankies. I forgot about them. Sorry. Yeah. Never forget them. about the blankies. I know. I shouldn't. Well, you're pulling uh, that up. Can I just that. quickly give out? I know we don't usually do this because we try to make this a positive yeah. show, a celebration of what we love. Yeah. Uh, fight for what we love rather than, you know, th 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 killing what we hate or whatever. <laughs> uh, whatever the fuck. I do, I do want to give out an award for worst movie of the year, though. Okay. Uh, seemingly the remake of the core that is happening next door to our building <laughs> where they keep on fucking drilling Too into the cheap. center no, of the earth. Did you see that news story though where like they found a new inner layer to the core of the yeah, earth? Yeah, yeah. Guess where yeah, they, they found, found it. If that doesn't don't right see, next door to Black Tech headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> but if that's not a recipe for getting a second uh, uh, the core part two, Look, nothing is. The core I, is so I think someone good. wants it's to so weigh good. in on that but before he does yes. and weighs in in general, yeah. I'll give you the blankies top 10. Number 10, tar. R Someone has been having a tar-esque spiral yeah. <laughs> while we're at this court. <laughs> <laughs> number, number 10, RRR. Number 9, Decisional Leave. Number 8, After Sun. Number 7, Avatar The Way of Water. Number 6, Top Gun Maverick. Number 5, Nope. 4, Inishirin. 3, Everything Everywhere. 2, Fablemans. 1, Tar. Yeah. That is the blankies choices. Yeah. Boom. Look, it feels like there was a lot of consensus this year. I think there were a lot of really good movies this year. Uh, yeah, but I also I also just think uh, state of film as it is, uh, yeah. you have fewer and fewer things that cut through. We disagree on some fundamental things. things. I just didn't really bring them up very much yeah, this time no, around. Look, yeah. I, we, we, look yeah. we all have our disagreements. Yeah, we like, you know, we like different things. It's fine. Yeah. This is how it goes. You, you know what we agree with? Yeah, Babylon. Babylon Babylon's a good fucking movie. Here's Babylon the thing about Innocent. Babylon. You know Even, what's good about it? All of it, pretty Even, much. Well, even the stuff where I'm watching it, I'm just like, I could do without this, but like, the highs in that movie are so yeah. fucking high. Those two scenes of them filming scenes in the first 45 yeah. minutes of that movie are the best sequences in anything Look, I saw this year. Like, it's so good. dearth of studio comedies being released uh, yeah. theatrically, but for our films, uh, friends at Film Spotting, I had to pick the funniest scene of the year for their year-end wrap-up. And that studio. first day of sound yeah. sequence yeah. Yeah. It's in tremendous. Babylon is just like the best extended comedic set piece yeah. I have seen in so long. Yeah. It's great. Uh, I think the ending is good. I don't care if you've seen it done better in other movies. Sure. And I think he's actually using all of that to say something very different than those yeah. other movies. Yeah. Anyone's like, I liked the better when it was called the sound of uh, fucking singing in the rain. Yeah, of course. I like the singing in the rain movie more. You like Babylon. it because the, the last clip yes. that they show is uh, Sully landing the plane in Sully, yeah. though. And like that's a little bit of a, yeah. you know. That's a little bit of a twist in the arm, but whatever. Yeah, it's also the second best use of Jake Sully in a film of 2022. <laughs> Our number one movie star. Uh, God, I was sitting on the fact that Jake Sully, that Avatar is in Babylon for so long. I really wanted to tell people. Oh, you must have been thing. fucking going, going crazy. crazy. Losing your mind. All right, look, 
I think I got to swing this microphone over to somebody. All yeah. Right. Ben. All right. I'm back. Ben Hosley, who has spent right. the last hour stomping around our studio, turning into a giant red panda, <laughs> yeah. has now returned to normal form. So We're sorry bad. about the banging, whatever yeah. extent of it was on the uh, on the episode. Yeah. Southern. This is a uh, we can can do. bad situation that is completely outside of our control. Yeah. I mean, like I was saying, unfortunately, sometimes when it comes to Satan, <laughs> sure. Yes. He just never rests. Yeah. No. And uh, so, ben, do you have any categories you want to read out for us? Yeah, I have some original categories. All right. Um, I'm so ready. So last year was kind of contentious because yeah. I had yeah. I had gotten rid of apparently a fan favorite category. So I'm going to start right there. Mm. Okay, this is uh, sort of an absurdist take, right, on a category where okay. it's films that should be remade yes. with. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So. Uh, Top of the list, we have Babylon. Mm-hmm. Sure. It should be remade with babies. Babylon. It's right it in the title. Right it was okay. right there. Right, it might right. be a little inappropriate. I was going to say, they do yeah, get maybe, up to I didn't some. Maybe an abridged it. version of Babylon yeah. with babies. And a, sure, bri- sure, sure. a cute nursery version. Sure. An abridged version of Babylon. So it's like four minutes. Yes, I was going to say, like a minute and a half. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just some babies in old timey outfits. <laughs> that version might even have more pee and poop. In That's it. True. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then we have EO. I feel like. It's more about animals. donkeys. Okay. Yeah. More donkeys. So take the oh more donkeys. No, yeah, no, no humans, humans whatsoever. No humans, all donkeys. Mm-hmm. All donkeys. Okay. So yeah. Isabel Huppert, but played by a donkey, like Isabel Huppert's character. Yeah. She's yeah. But okay. you could put clothes on the donkeys that are supposed to oh, be. Oh, sure, humans. of course. And of course. should yeah. Isabel Huppert in Mrs. Harris goes to Paris also be played by a donkey? Yeah. I don't like she tries to buy a film. dress and then the donkey's like, you know, kicking her out or whatever. I mean, it could be fun, but I would never touch that film. That's oh, you, right. you're like, that me. film is immaculate. Yeah, sure, yeah sure, absolutely. Right, right. It's pristine. I okay. can't remember if I've said this on mic before. I go see that movie. I text Romilly, my sister, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you need to watch this thing stat. Right. Yeah. ASAP. Emergency. Right. Yeah. Right. And every time she's like, hey, Griffin, what's a movie recommendation? What's a movie recommendation? I go, fucking book the trip. Yeah. Book a flight. Go to Paris, Rom. Right. And she's like, oh, yeah, no, no, I'll watch it at some point. I'll watch it at some point. And like two or three months in to me just constantly haggling her about this, she goes like, I'm sick in bed. I feel terrible. What's like a really good comforting movie to watch when I'm sick? And I was like, Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. And she was like, is that a good sick day movie? And I was like, Romilly. <laughs> it's the It's sick the day reason movie. sickness was invented. It's yeah. true. Yeah. It's fucking matzo ball soup. Yeah. It's 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 in the way that like Mrs. Harris goes to Paris was created, and so the universe had to create an equal and opposite phenomenon to it, and yeah. that was called illness. Yep. It's called and so then, <laughs> yeah. then they both could exist in balance. Yeah, with and one make another. the fucking sequels, please. Yeah. Ben, sorry for interrupting. No, that's quite all right. A perfect movie. Don't change anything. Okay, we have now Top Gun Maverick. I propose it be done with fruits. <laughs> Wow. Here's where the fruit <laughs> Top Gun Point of fruit. clarification. I'm sorry, what? The, Top Gun fruit? The food stuff fruit, Maverick. correct? Because, well, hey, Joe. Listen, hey, I can make it. these jokes. No, okay. Uh, yes, the food stuff fruit would be great. Uh, any particular fruits? I think, you know, you got to match the fruit up with the personality. Mm-hmm. So for yeah. Tom, you know, an apple. <laughs> Duh. Sure. It's uh-huh. an all-American guy. All-American guy. American guy. Freaking, uh, freaking Maverick. Sure. Yeah. Uh I didn't see it, so I I, I guess you guys could. 
Yeah, I missed out. John Hamm, Ham, a pineapple. Hit movie of yeah. the year. Yeah. yeah, I did. Billion and a half dollars, and none no. of them came from Ben Hosmer. No. Not, yeah, not a one. Not a one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, at home you can play along sure. if you want to fill in the blanks as far as who's a banana, who's a grape, sure. who's a kiwi. Yeah. Are know, there I any guess kiwis? John Ham's in it. He could yeah. be. I said uh, he's a pineapple. He's spiky in that movie. Oh. Sure. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Sorry. All right. Miles Teller's a banana. Absolutely. Now those are the three original things. Okay. okay. Now I kept tacking on stuff. Mm. Right, just really building this out. Yeah, sure. So right, I added. Right. Originally, it was babies, fruit, and animals were the only three things you could remake films with. Right, but clowns now too. Well, clowns yeah. now too. Glass onions full of clowns. Well, these jokers in this film—they're such jokers. Bunch of VC clowns. In honk honk. Yeah, you know. Right. Yeah, right. Honk honk. <laughs> well, and they all emerge <laughs> from the same <laughs> very small glass onion that they, you know, you can fit. Dozen of them in or whatever. The only thing they're disrupting is the supply chain of seltzer. (laughs) Spraying each other's faces. I gotta go. (laughs) Old school seltzer bottles. Glass pie. You know, it's like shaped like a pie. But that could do some damage if you're throwing that in somebody's face, though. The the glass pie. Maybe not recommended. That's true. Yeah. It's more symbolic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a metaphor. Um, so then, of course, I also then added robots. Of course. Yeah. So this is an easy one. It's after Yang. Uh-huh. Well, that movie's just about robots. It's not clear to me. So you think a, a, a beep poop. <laughs> you need a beep pooper. Big time. You need like a, what's the Jetsons made called? Rosie. Rosie. You Rosie. need a Rosie. Yeah. Big, where they're oh, like, man, worked shit, in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit, the robot's broken. And she's yeah. just like, ding, ding. Well, like on her, on her back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. A robot with like an antenna. Like something. Yeah. You need an antenna. Yeah, but an attitude. Top. Yeah. Yeah. With an attitude. You want knobs and dials on the chest. Sure. Right. Yeah. Flashing lights. Yes. You're going to be a robot. Tell me you're a robot. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe when they cry, like some oil comes out oh, of their head. Absolutely. Oh, that's yes. always fun. Yeah. Yes. When they get a little, yeah. you know, yeah. squeeze it in, yeah. grease them up. Yeah. Tell me, master, what is love? <laughs> and you're like, you wouldn't get it. <laughs> right. Go on. So I added some other ones that are cuckoo. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm just going to kind of. Just hit them. Just, yeah. yeah. No, throw no throw them out. Yeah. Throw them out. Just throw them out. All right. But this year, we're actually going to be removing things, which was last year. I say, let's take out worry. And then it's just don't, darling. And then it never gets made. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Brutal. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Nailed it. you down. Nailed it. Brutal. About that movie. And then I think I like when there's accents. It's always fun. More yes. accents. Okay. Right. I want to see more accents. Replace a movie with more accents. Mm-hmm. Elvis. I didn't think there was enough. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, you mean right, like both? Right, right. I was I was thinking like accent marks, like the like the tar Elvis. The, that too. Yeah, over the E and Elvis. Wait, yeah. that's actually hmm. Elvis. Let's put let's Elvis. put uh, Elvis. Elvis. <laughs> Axon El Goo over yeah. every letter in Elvis. But no, it would I be agree. funny if like one of Elvis's friends is like, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm German. Right. Yes. I'm not gonna explain it. Yeah. I, I, I agree with Ben. I did I did watch Elvis and go, like, what is this mumblecore bullshit? <laughs> Elvis was probably just on the cusp of making like several nominations for me. Like I, Elvis was just outside a of movie my top I ten. enjoy tremendously. Yeah, I really enjoyed yeah. Elvis. Yeah, good movie. Okay, so now we have our next category. Okay, I've done something different this year. Okay, normally it's the um no thank you. Sure. Nope. Mm-hmm. Well, which Classic. I do love. Yep. Those are fun. But right? they retired. But soft retired. But here's the thing. It's like I don't want to like take down. Of course, cinema. Right you want now. you want to yeah. be a positive space. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to be the Tom Cruise. This year it's yum more thank you. Oh. Okay. 
Okay. All right. Number one, Barbarian, because that was a fucking sick movie. It's just funny, and it was just a great horror movie. I mean, I definitely don't think I would want seconds of what they have to consume in the movie. No, sure. You know, milk. No, No. Uh, titty, titty juice. No, thank you. Um. Okay. Next up, nope. More like yup. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was good. I'll take all that you got. Marcel the shell with shoes on. Take your shoes off and stay a while. Let's hang out. <laughs> wow. You're a hospitable. I'm a big fan. All right. And please tell me you have 20 of these. <laughs> I, you know, I just, I kept it to, you know, the normal okay. sort of category amount. Okay. Are, are, are you serious? This rips. <laughs> Come on. Damn. That was a fucking blast. Yeah. Movie. Mm, yeah. Um, okay. Like Yosemite Sam famously said, what in the tar nation? I'll mm. have what Lydia Tar is having. Fantastic. I do remember him saying that. He yeah. did say that. Yeah. Yeah. To Lydia Tar. Yeah. 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 Uh, and But I, I will pass on the menu, not into the tweezer food, and just okay. when the truth stings so hard. Oh. The satire, it's so vicious. Yes. Uh, okay. And then, you know... I have my uh, the weddies, the golden mop. Yeah, yep, of course. Now we're wheeling it out. You've gone through squeak, 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 squeak. several rotations of being a a, a a slick flick guy to becoming a dry dude. Right, then and there was back. bones in all this year, of yeah. course. A, you know. a little bit like Rylance, just demanding to be heard for putters and murmurs. It felt like this was a year that Hollywood dared you. To turn your back, it threw, it threw on you liking, in the dunk tank. Let's be honest. Like yeah. 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 I was taunting it. Yeah. it just nailed me. Have yeah. you seen Bullseye. Marina? I'm assuming you haven't. No. You. I mean, it's a movie about a spear fisher, an eel fisher. Like it's all, half in the water. You would love it. Anyway, carry on. Well, maybe I should add that. Um, but of course, yes, the weddies, the golden mops. It's the <laughs> slickest flicks of the year. Yes. The movies that soaked through. <laughs> what splish, what splashed. Get your Number paper towels. One, mm. Triangle of Sadness. Mm. Yeah. It takes place on a yacht, completely mm. slicked in vomit and yeah. piss and right. shit. Right. Yeah. And then later it takes place on an island. Sure. Surrounded uh, by water. Surrounded yep. by water. Wait, what? Yeah. Um, no, no, I swear to God. Oh my God. It stuck out to me as far as what was moist. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. uh-huh. And pushing boundaries in terms of different types of liquids. Yeah. A yeah. lot of these other films might be water exclusive. Right. Substance. I mean, there were a lot of liquids. You're right. A lot yeah. of substances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's fusion, too, yes. right? If yes. you think about it, they're mixed together. Champagne. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So coming in from the trenches, mm. all quiet on the Western Front, the Ugh. greatest damp there ever was. David's angry about it even getting a wedding. I'm going to get mad about it. And you know what? I didn't even hate the movie, although I did not like it that much. Sure. I sort of get why I sort of walked into 10 Oscar nominations or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm but, sort of uh, in the same place with that movie. Yeah. I mean, it's wet. I mean, look, No Man's Land had a lot of puddles. Yeah. yeah. Very wet. I can't deny yeah. it. Yeah. Didn't seem pleasant to me. Sure didn't. No. No. no, you don't think so? No. No. Okay, uh, wait. Weird, I can't read my next selection. It keeps disappearing right before my eyes, almost like it never existed. Wait, oh, 13 Lives. <laughs> Interesting. There's a lot of aquatic uh, daring do. Sure. They're uh, swimming in that movie. movie. They are. I haven't seen it. Wait, I didn't see it either. Okay. <laughs> I just know it takes place in a fucking He just cave. had to show it some sure respect. does. A lot of diving. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no one mentioned it. I mean, yeah. come on. I, I got to bring it up. Yeah. Somebody yeah, does. Naturally, yes. 
I got another slick flick for you, but no, carry, carry on. What else you got? Okay, Northmen. Mm. It just works on so many different levels, right down to it just making me horny. Sure. Okay. Skarsgård, baby. Yeah, it's true. Gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's fucking jacked. He's he is. super jacked. That is such a metal movie. Like oh. for someone who oh, grew up yeah. smoking pot and listening to fucking black metal albums yeah. and shit, yeah. mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, they they were talking about that this. movie they, needs to be projected onto the side of a van. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck yes. Yeah. yeah or jagged absolutely. rock. Yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> jagged rock. Dude. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Um wait, I'm leaving something out. What is it? Hmm. Hmm. What? Where, you're talking movie with what's sloshing around. You were gonna water. suggest something. I was. Yeah. A movie was with, 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 with water in it. Like, yeah. Or what, never saw. What was? I feel like there's something. There's something about the way. Well, let me it. just turn around and yeah, look me behind look. me at what? the shelf Let's of. See. Oh right, there's all these Navi. <laughs> An increasing collection of, <laughs> of Avatar blue paraphernalia figures. Uh, okay. Was it Avatar? Way of water. The way yes. of water. The way of water. Um, um, yeah. Ben, I assume you did not see Wakanda Forever. I did not. I will A lot say of this. water in that. Yeah. It, it is, I truly think it is worth watching on that level. It, Honestly, it that's maybe the best context to view that movie in. That is, like, that is the most successful yeah. element of the film. A, it's got good water. It's the best. Because like, it's got the Atlanteans in it. Is that what it they is? They use water as a weapon in a way that yeah. I think is pretty ingenious. You know what else yeah. they do sometimes? They blow on like a big conch and yeah. then like a whale will show up. Yeah. I love it when they do that. Yeah. There's also the thing in the movie where sometimes people are like, it's quiet, too quiet. And they look down and like a little puddle is forming near their yeah. feet. Like yeah. they oh, use fuck. water to like build tension like that yeah, where yeah. they're like, oh, fuck, the water people are coming. Yeah. But look, it's got some great water work. There's another water movie you're not talking about. Everyone forgot about it. Deep water. They oh, got deep in that one. Well, they did get deep in that water. Affleck and De Armas. The waters of sexual tension. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually truly have never heard of this. Yeah. Well, ah, Affleck, Hulu. Affleck and Anna De Armas. Yep. The last uh, document of their uh, time together. Um, God, yeah. I, I thought you were going to say well, the, last yeah, the last movie stars. Yeah, the last movie stars. That's maybe they are. Arguably. <laughs> that's going to be next year's version of the last movie stars. It's going to be yeah. about Affleck and Darmus. I got to say, like, fucking Darmus getting the blonde nomination is a real flex of, like, I guess I guess she is. She's sticking around. The legitimately that level of movie stars. The rallying yeah. that has gone on around her with, like, every single award show has somebody, including Ariana DeBose and yeah. her much maligned uh, thing, being like, Ana de Armas, you were really, really good in that movie. I, and, like, really trying to convince, like. Because when you watch that movie, you feel bad for her. You do. Yeah. This is the yeah. why she got the nomination. You feel bad for her. You yes. feel bad you for her. You feel as actress. bad for Marilyn Monroe no. as you do for poor Ana de Armas. Exactly. That's Man, exactly if I had had the foresight to do a fucking Ariana DeBose yeah, she really for kinda, the opening of this yeah. episode, that's what everyone was probably expecting. The show might have still canceled time. before the banging. Canceled. Yeah, you it's can not still happening. just like it's not happening. Yeah. We'll wait until the banging starts again and then we'll have you do it. Benjamin Hosley did the thing. Right, you should just do it at the construction site and then they'll pack up. Skyscraper canceled. A uh, giant drill, you are all of us. Any dry films this year? What's the driest movie of the year? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I didn't come up with any dryies. Well, RRR is like fire and water. They yeah. Do the, that's the, yeah. the sort of it's got it know, all. The handshake. Sure. Sure, 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 sure. Kind of. Yeah. Um, it's a gas. <laughs> sort of more. Oh, hey. 
But the uh, Steamies, of uh, course, is Bill Oakley's award. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. All right. Well, I'll say my honorable mentions. Mm. Um, the I'm sorry's uh, gonna go to oh, the bros. Yes, of course. My bad. I didn't go to see it. <laughs> I feel like I part of the problem. You let everyone yeah. down. Yeah. Look, I really it, did. It is yeah. an incredibly funny movie. It is a very funny movie. I liked Bros a lot. Yeah. yeah. Here, then, here's my complaint about Bros. What? Yeah. There is the ninety-minute mark, a yeah. point where I thought that movie was wrapping up. Oh yeah, where I was like, uh, yeah, is this an A comedy? Right. Is like, this thing like almost perfect? And then it has that extra Apatow act that really is. I I think yeah, this movie suffers from that. It's more Michelle than Williams's most. hat on a hat. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It almost needs to end in Provincetown, even though like thematically, I get why kind like you got to go back to like his job and whatever. But like, kind of agree. It, it, that's when the that's, there's a ninety-minute. Banger yeah, in yes. there. Oh, for yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I also just want to. But then we all agree you are part of the problem. Yeah. 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 I want to apologize to Black Adam. I, oh, yeah. I just, I didn't believe that he could There's disrupt. one person you need the to apologize power. to specifically. Yeah. yeah. Involved yeah. with I Black mean, Adam. You got to, you got to give Dwayne his. The degree uh, to which that movie changed the hierarchy of power in the DC universe <laughs> irrevocably. It kind of did. Undeniably. Yeah. They were like, God, clear the decks. And that's why I'm saying sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I didn't yeah. believe. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was right. He was right. Yeah. Because he made his movie it? and then went, do not go in there. Yeah, really? Have you uh, seen it? I forget. I watched the last 15 minutes of it on David Ehrlich's couch. <laughs> that's sure. not That's not going to do it for me. Yeah. I think I need you to give it the whole 110. Do you know what I thought it looked like? What? Bowlful of diarrhea yeah. swishing around. I remember. I Triangle just sadness. Whatever episode yeah. you said that on, I just listened to it. Because yeah. yes, yes, yes. Uh, not a good movie. The, I, I almost need you to see the whole thing, though, because Pierce Brosnan. <sighs> yeah. The, the absolute low energy that he is g- delivering in this movie the yeah. like bare minimum of a shit i'm gonna give about this movie and yet still is the most compelling he's thing easily the, the most compelling thing in it 100 yeah. percent. but it is so funny when he's like you know hawkman you and i have been fighting battles forever like, what the fuck are you talking about you guys you haven't you fucking liar <laughs> you are a liar <gasps> the, th- the things we've seen yeah. hawkman <laughs> fuck off Stupid ass movie. <laughs> All right, what else? Uh, well, I, I mean, that's really. I just want to shout out to Ada. Um, you're just like a really gentle soul, and Ada, you shine so bright. Who's that? Ada Harris. Oh, uh, Mrs. Harris. Uh, Mrs. Harris. I, oh, she I, went to Paris. I'm, you know, pretty close. To I her. truly, yeah, you know, I get it. If you gave me a thousand years, no, yeah, I would wouldn't never have got be that. able to summon her right. first name. I wouldn't have gotten her that. first name is Mrs. Yeah, <laughs> correct. I have it on a needlepoint hanging in the office. No, sure, like you right. should be able to remember. She's my best friend. She yeah. gave me the present, yeah. of course. Yeah, and, and of course, really she will be just joining the DC universe. Uh, yeah. James Gunn has announced in 2026. Yes. Yeah, with Mrs. Harris goes to Gotham. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I that that was the happiest surprise of Oscar morning nomination morning for me. Was that getting the Costume, costume yeah. yeah, well deserved. Yeah, maybe it'll win. Yeah, I would love to see it. Maybe win. Mrs. Harris will present an award. Oh, oh, shit, oh this my is the god, Oscars, is it? Yeah. yeah, she should be invited. Wait, yeah. she should host the Blankies next year. Mm. Oh, fuck. all right. Mrs. How much Harris. do you think Leslie Mandel Yeah, how much? Yeah, would charge. Well, no, that's a different question. How much would Mrs. Harris? Tra- <laughs> Mrs. Harris, Mrs. No, Leslie Mandel is like, my rate is eighty thousand dollars. Mrs. Harris's rate is 20 shillings and sixpence. <laughs> all right, all right. We can negotiate One with that. pretty dress and I will. Um, yeah, okay. Well. Thank you, Benjamin. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Ben. You that stopped the noises. Yeah. The lamb stopped screaming. That's true. 
That's true. That's true. Yeah. Maybe it was that I was shouting so loud inside while it was happening. Right. You mean like you you were like psychically radiating mm-hmm. like stop. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like radio waves. I don't know. But yeah. Uh, can't believe that it's the eighth year of this. I know. I know. Cancel us. It's the best don't tradition that's going on in my life right now. It's oh. very fun. Oh, this well. Um, this has been the Blankies. Joe, thank you for being here. Guys, Thanks, Joe. you know I love it. You know I, uh, we I love look to forward to this every year. Here for it. Yeah. It's a good time. I come here for, you know, for, for laughs and we, for we uh, come inspiration. To this place. Yeah, 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 yeah. We come to this place. For uh, yeah. foundation tremors. Let <laughs> me get clear to the listener. It is construction that is affecting the ground upon which yeah. our it's building sits. It's not in the building. It's not in the building. It's not in the building. And it this is, is a big building. On the block. This isn't some creaky old townhouse. This is yes. a giant fucking building. Right. They're essentially manufactured earthquakes happening yeah. Yeah. every day from Picture a jackhammer you would see a man like just holding onto. One yes. man. Yeah. And instead, times that by 10, and it's a cha- attached to a giant construction like vehicle. It is an yeah. empty yeah. lot that they're putting pylons into. And we're, we like look at it every day and go, like, are they almost done? How many more pylons do you need? Right. Is this 10 out of 15 or 10 out of 100 pylons? Anyway, uh, no thank you to this construction project. But thank you very much to all of you for listening, especially to our blankies for uh, uh, putting together the... Uh, the audience mm-hmm. awards every year. That's such yeah. a cool thing that happens. It is. We love to see it. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited for the films of 2023. As usual, I'm happy I to bid farewell. I already have a couple oh, yeah. of like, early contenders. There are like three or four things I've seen this year where I'm like, that could already make it to next year's battle. That's always an exciting feeling. Yeah. 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 Um, thank you to Mary Barty for our social media right. and helping to produce the show. Thank you to Leigh Montgomery and the Great American Novel for our theme song, AJ McKeon and Alex Barron for our editing J.J. Birch for taking it sleazy this week. <laughs> Thank you to Joe Bowen and Pat Reynolds for our artwork. You can go to blankies.pod, blankcheckpod.com for some links to some real nerdy shit, including Blank Check special features on Patreon where we do franchise commentaries and we're hanging out with the men in black. Yeah. Right now. That's what we're doing. The Galaxy Defenders? The Galaxy Defenders. Get out of here. Tune in next week for uh, Danny Boyle again. Is millions. 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 Millions with Adam Kempinar of the Film Spotting Podcast. That's right. To the show. Uh, tune in for that. And as always, we have a contribution this year from the record holder, and I think it's unlikely to be beaten anytime soon. The youngest ever blank check guest who has not appeared on Mike in several oh, years now. Oh, get out of here. When uh, Avatar The Way of Water was coming out, we asked uh, Charlie, son of Katie Rich, yeah. if he had any opinions he wanted to share on the movie because we heard he was a big Avatar fan. Yeah. And he was feeling kind of shy, and we respected that. Sure. But uh, we about a month later, we were told that Charlie was willing to submit his top 10 films of the year. Momentous. I so love for the it. first time ever, here are the Charlies. Hello, Blank Check and the Blankies. This is Katie Rich here, and I'm sitting here with past and future guest Charlie, uh, who has authorized me to read his top 10 movies of 2022. Charlie, you ready to get started? Yeah. Okay. At number 10, we have Lightyear, which we went and saw in the theaters at the Alamo Draft House, had a great time, had some snacks. Uh, it was a pretty fun movie. At number nine, we have Strange World, uh, underrated, underseen, I think, a perfectly good family adventure movie, kind of like Lightyear in some ways, I would say, Charlie, do yeah. you think? 
Um, at number eight, we have Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, not to be confused with the Zemeckis Pinocchio. Really beautiful, pretty sad, kind of scary sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but a good kind of scary, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number seven, we have Lyle Lyle Crocodile, which I think Charlie liked a little bit less than his brother, who has memorized all the songs, uh, but has really good songs in it, really good Javier Bardem performance. Uh, anything I missed about it, Charlie? I, th- I like... How like, um, like how, fun, like how like you get sucked into it and you never want to come out. Yep, I think that's a good way to put it. And number six, we have Puss in Boots: The Last Witch, which I have seen less of than Charlie has, uh, but it's really beautifully animated and uh, and a really good time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number five, Matilda the Musical. So good. Such good songs. We've been reading Roald Dahl, and now we're going to read Matilda. Uh, and then got kind of emotional at the end, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number four. Hang on, I need the list. Uh, oh, number four is Goodnight Oppie. Such a good documentary. So exciting. It's like all the best scenes of Apollo 13 where they get to celebrate in the control room. Uh, we read the screenplay together. That was really cool. What else do we like about Goodnight Oppie? We, we, I like... How, like, you see all the Mars stuff and all the discoveries. Uh-huh. Yeah. Those are some really good rovers. Uh, number three is The Bad Guys. Another movie that we went and saw in the theaters. Also really good animation. Uh, some, like, fun twists in there. Some really good voice performances. Yeah. Also a pretty good song. Yeah. But not as good as Lyle. Uh, number two is Avatar The Way of Water. Of course, we saw it in the theater. We saw it in 3D. Uh, we've been flying our banshees around in our yard. Thank you, Griffin. Um, we've been talking about how we would like to have a Tolkien for ourselves. Anything you want to say about Avatar The Way of Water? I like all of the new, like, animals. Because, like, the, the, you kind of get bored of the same characters and they, they always put new things in it. Yep, that's true. Uh, yeah, we talked about how you would give all the money you have to be able to swim with the Tolkien, right? Yeah. Okay. And then at number one, do you want to say it yourself out, Charlie? No. Okay. So I, I'm going to say for Charlie, Avatar, the original Avatar, which we did see in the theater in 2022. So we think that it should count. Um, I think that Avatar The Way of Water is better than Avatar, but Charlie chose Avatar at number one. Do you want to say anything about why it's better? I like how like dramatic it is. Okay. I think that's a pretty good answer. It's on Disney Plus. You can watch it again for yourselves. Uh, so that's Charlie's top 10 of 2022. Thanks for sharing it with me, Charlie. Anything you want to add before we go? No, I think we should stop. Okay. Thanks, guys. Uh, we have... Who is this? Who is this supposed to be? A girl in a blue dress? With a bow in her hair? It's the robot girl from Tomorrowland. The robot girl from Tomorrowland. Wow. Merchandise spotlight. 